You're watching No Go Zone with Henry. Here, it's like every single day, you guys, and this is why I complain about all the time. Look, what's what's his name? What's your name? My name's Alex. Tommy. Yeah, your name's Alex, and I'm gonna be talking to your manager. This guy called me sir. How do you get this time? It's every fucking day. Everywhere I go, I get called sir. I'm so fucking tired. Why would you call a chick? Big ass tits. Fucking. Why would you call? I didn't say. No, stop trying to gaslight trans people and tell us that we're crazy. Crazy. You need a fucking. Be mindful of other people and stop being that. a fucking scumbag and you're a liar. I heard you. Stop fucking gaslighting trans people. Wait, what? Did you call me sir again? What was that? You said goodnight, sir? Alex, I'm gonna be talking to corporate Excuse about you, motherfucker. Fuck you. It is okay? ma'am. That's bullshit. You don't fucking harass trans people at work. Yeah, you did, and I'm walking out and you're like, have a good night, sir? That's what the fuck is that? No! You don't fucking do this to trans people. This is discrimination. No, this is discrimination. I'm fucking it done with man. it. No, I'm going to talk to corporate about this. You don't harass trans people. Hey, you know, it's one of the stupid things when you're catching Karens. You call me sir, and you're talking to call me sir on the way This is transphobic harassment. You're a fucking bigot. I work. All right, Alex, you know what? I, I can't wait to just... He admits twice calling me sir. No, he lied about the first one. No, you called me sir twice. He said twice. The time. Yeah, but you shouldn't be fucking harassing people with slurs. It's a slur. Do you not understand? I never said sir. It's like if you call the person that called her the N-word. Don't fucking. You did on the way out. I don't care. I have the right to be pissed about it. You fucking did. I said I'll lock the door. You fucking did, you liar. And I'm going to hold you accountable. People... Cis people need to be held accountable for how they treat trans people. And I'm not going to put up with this shit anymore. You're crazy, bro. You're fucking... Don't call me fucking broke. Stop fucking <laughs> throwing slurs at me, you fucking piece of shit. Have a good night, no, fuck you. Fuck you. I ain't your sis. I ain't your fucking bro. You don't even fucking know me. Oh, you want to flash gang signs at me. Fuck you. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, fuck your ass. I'll suck. You want Big to talk ass about fucking dick now? <clears throat> Why is it that you fucking right. weird? Since people are so obsessed with sex, you have fucking like discrimination going on, and your brain goes to fucking dick sucking. Don't fucking call me sir. This is this is transphobia right here at the topic. Yeah, you know you heard blasphemy. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Exactly. So what, what would I say? My trans- Just say my daughter! Or my daughter. Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of my face! Fucking drunk piece of shit! Get the fuck out of here! Get out of my room! Get out of my room! You don't need to fucking say my transgender daughter! Just say my own fucking daughter! Exactly. Then why'd you say my transgender daughter? Um... Why'd you just say my, my daughter? I'm doing my best. Get the fuck out! Okay. Get the fuck out of my room! No, there's no, there's no reason to scream. Get the fuck out, you fucking drunk asshole! Get the fuck out of here! Nobody's hurting you. Get out of here! I said no! I am. I'm... Fuck all the fucking cops! I, I'm leaving. Leave! Get the fuck out of here! I am. Get the fuck out! Why are you breaking the door down? Because I want you to get out! Get the fuck out! I am going. Okay, fine. Get the fuck out of my room! I am. Get the I'm, fuck out of my room! I am. I'm, I'm grabbing my butt odor pillow. Yeah, take your fucking pillow, you fucking stinky piece of shit! Get the fuck out of here! Wow, okay. I'll, no, shut the fuck up! Get him out! It's I not am. funny! It's I, not funny! Nobody's laughing. Then why are you still here? Get the fuck out of here! Call the cops! You're you don't like all the cops! You're hurting me! Get 
Get out of here before I call the cops! You're me. You're knocking me over. Get out of here before I call the cops! You're knocking me over. You're not leaving! This is my room! Get the fuck out! I am leaving. I do not have consent for you to be here! Get the fuck out! I am leaving! I said no! Get the fuck out! Now! 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 Get the fuck out now! I am! Get the fuck out now! Fuck you! Fucking drunk piece of shit! No, you heard me! You heard me! Get your fucking shit together! I'm calling the sheriff's department right now. Yeah, yeah, because you ordered a pizza that gives you the right to fuck me up! No, I didn't. What, are you gonna hit me now? No, no. What, are you gonna rape me? Oh, yeah, but, but I got you a pizza, therefore I can say whatever the fuck I want! Fuck him! Just fuck him! Being drunk is not an excuse! All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Couldn't, uh, couldn't, uh, can't imagine nicer people. Uh, totally normal. Nothing, <laughs> nothing's, nothing to see here. Nothing's going on at all with these people. I uh, wonder why. Uh, wonder why there's been a pushback against some of this in the in the last couple of years. Well, a tiny bit now is beginning, right? We're seeing that with like some Republicans daring to uh, to question some of this stuff. Or you get the Michael Knowles, you know, uh, at CPAC asking for the whole ideology to be uh, to be uh, done away with, essentially. Of course. Um, the, 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 these, can you see a problem when you start dictating to others how they must address you, like in, in public or, or in any setting for that matter? Um, I can see. Maybe we should just run with it. Maybe we should be like tranny accelerate. I, they're doing that on on their own. Granted, to be honest, but like tranny accelerationists is that <laughs> is that is that a thing? I, I I figure once you go over into like openly trying to diddle kids. They're kind of doing that job for you, to be honest. But uh, I'm just saying, you know, more active trolling of like actually going into uh, the opposite sexes, you know, changing rooms and these kinds of things, asking for the most absurd pronouns. And, you know, I I see people could have fun with this kind of stuff. All right. Anyway, good to see you guys again. Uh, It is Odin's Day. Another Wednesday is upon us. Uh, It is March 15th, 2023, uh, and we're doing no-go zone today. We do have some uh, good topics lined up. I want to talk about the AI uh, situation a little bit. We have a new GPT uh, released, the chat GPT GPT engine, is that what they call it? Just new version, I guess, of that by OpenAI. Uh, This is uh, number four. And just talk about uh, just basically how this is a prison system that they're building for us with this artificial intelligence. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit later if we do have time about the situation with uh, this drone that was, uh, well, I guess, intercepted and I guess hit uh, by a Russian jet. And uh, Russia is now trying to re- retrieve that and the U.S. is escalating. Uh, that's kind of weird, to be honest. Well, it's not weird because this is, of course, what they want, but I'm saying uh, it is a bizarre uh, handling of the situation, uh, to be honest. Also want to talk a little bit uh, about, well, the Ricky Vaughn stuff. And we have, we've covered this on and off, but uh, I do have an article from Revolver I want to read and go through because and, and play some clips with um, uh, Darren Bedia there about the situation because it's, it's absolutely insane. Uh, Doug Mackey, right? That's his name, I believe. Doug, yeah, Doug Mackey. Uh, who's being targeted by the DOJ, the the uh, Biden regime, essentially, uh, for uh, for a meme, and it's specifically one meme that he posted uh, that they are trying to uh, put him in jail for, and of course, it will set uh, a, a set a, a, a bar and a level of normality where basically 
the wildest possible interpretation of what could be harmful online could put you essentially in in jail in prison time so this is an insane case we'll talk more about that uh then we have a little bit of this and a little bit of that to be honest so anyway thank you for joining us guys if you do want to join in today super chats nbcm.live slash red tv odyssey and rumble is open uh, as well uh, and check out the latest uh, members show, by the way, that's up on redhousemembers.com right now and on Odyssey for those who are subscribed over there uh, or subscribe star. Uh, great show, so definitely don't miss it. Now, I thought just a, a quick little, I guess a white pill here in the beginning. I, I just quickly came across it before we came on here. So I don't know the full backstory, but uh, there is a, I guess, a, a, a win for the Dutch farmers uh, because they had an election and the... Uh, the basically that it's called a Dutch Farmers Protest Party, uh, and they scored a big election win, shaking up the Senate. Now, why in the why in the world uh, would people all of a sudden, out of the blue, going back and voting for farmers again? Right? Because because they didn't do anything. This is just uh, what are they called? These reactionary right wing nationalistic movements. I don't even know how nationalistic they are, but I assume they're kind of shit and uh, sick and, and fed up. Yeah, shit. Uh, they're sick and fed up with the way the government uh, have been treating them with uh, this ban on the farms is 3000 i think it was 3000 farms that uh, the current uh, rutte regime is seeking to uh, do away with to uh, to um, pack up shop force uh, to force closure on uh, and now we got a little bit of a kickback because of that there's reuters dutch farmers protest party scores big election win shaking up the senate uh, a farmer's protest party shook up the political landscape in the Netherlands on Wednesday, emerging as the big winner in provincial elections that determined the makeup of the Senate. The Triple B, or the Boer Burger Beving, Bevinging, is that what I movement? Yeah, be, Beving, like Bewegung in German, it's related there. Uh, Bewegung, uh, which means farmer citizen movement, I guess. Party That party rode a wave of protest against the government's environmental policies and looked to set uh, locked looked to set uh, to have won more senate seats than prime minister mark rutte's conservative is he conservative it's a it's incredible when you think of what's being called conservative these days not that it means much but even oh my god i just i, I figure he was a lefty you know what i mean i mean he is in, on social pol- policy then he has this like some kind of weird neoliberal so-called capitalist uh, outlook on the financial thing probably but anyway so that's good news they 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 uh they broke through here at first exit poll projected bbb won 15 of a total 75 seats in the senate wow uh which has the power to block legislation agreed in the lower house of parliament with the vvd dropping from 12 to 10 seats now Long term, this might not mean much. It might not change the situation uh, drastically in terms of what actually needs to be done, not only in the Netherlands, but many European countries. But uh, this is why, you know, you got to have people still participating in these um, you know, elections and stuff like that. Uh, if, you can at, if you can at least show a, 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 you know, some kind of pushback against some of this stuff, even if it's small, it, that is still good. It's still positive. It's still a win. And I'm not saying, that as a, again, long term, that this will be some great salvation for you know for for the Netherlands. Uh, probably not. We'll see what happens. Uh, but the point is, this happens for a reason, right? And if you had people down, they just ah, we'll give up on the system. We'll just walk home. It doesn't matter. Blah blah blah. 
you wouldn't have this. You wouldn't have uh, some change like this. We'll see. We hopefully they can somehow now block. Uh, upcoming, you know, whether it's legislation or decisions or, or, or official government policy on attacking the farming industry uh, the way that they have in the Netherlands. And of course, this was primarily the war on, on uh, nitrogen, right? Fertilizers in, in the Netherlands, which is the second largest exporter of uh, agricultural um, you know, produce, essentially, right? Uh, U.S. is number one, then it's the Netherlands to provide a, an awful lot of food to uh, the rest of Europe and other parts of the world as well. And now they're just like, ah, the World Economic Forum policy comes in, infiltrates the Rutte regime, and then they basically say, here we go, let's uh, let's create a starvation, uh, you know, a wave of starvation in Europe by, uh, sh- you know, shutting down Dutch farmers. It says here, the me- meteoric rise of BBB is a major blow for Rutte's governing coalition, casting doubt over its aim to drastically cut nitrogen pollution on farms, the single issue upon which BBB was founded in 29... All the way back then. See, that's... Okay, fascinating. I, th- I thought it was something fairly recent, like 2021, that that was introduced. But yeah, two, two years before that, they've been uh, fighting for that bullshit. Nobody can ignore us any longer, uh, BBB leader Carolyn van der Plas broadcaster Radio 1. Voters have spoken out very clearly against his government policies. The government aims to cut nitrogen, blah, blah, blah. We know that. 2030, Agenda 2030, uh, because they want us to uh, to starve. Okay, so good. That's great. Good uh, good job. Back to uh, to farmers. It's, um, you know, it, it's kind of, I mean, it's weird. In Sweden, uh, the center party, which is used to be known as the farmers party, is basically like basically like was in in um, what do you call it um, invaded it was it was taken over uh, by pedophiles like op- like just open pedophiles you know one I forget one of the uh, one of the more prominent uh, uh, people in the party uh, was caught recently I think he resigned over that I forget his name now uh, fairly obscure before but anyway uh, in this case I think we it would be interesting to see some kind of return around, like just around the farming issue. As they're, I guess, presumably seeking to outsource this, uh, w- whether it's like vertical farming in like uh, trailers or something, or hydroponics, or maybe even robotic farming. You know, they talk about these kinds of things now. Oh, that's just going to take everything over. Uh, less meat. It's going to be bugs, protein, these kinds of things. It would be great to see just a, a return to like normal stand-up, you know, farmer people. The 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 boer in this case, as in the Netherlands, not not the South African ones, but. Obviously, an offshoot from that. Uh, they are related, right? So, okay, cool, uh, good stuff. Now for some deep, now for some deep cringe here, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> um, so hold on to your pantaloons uh, because uh, James O'Keefe is back uh, with a new group called OMG. The irony of the acorn story is that it took a 25-year-old with a hidden camera a few days to do what billion-dollar networks and journalists could not do in a decade. I spent 14 years creating the most effective nonprofit newsroom this country has ever seen. And in paving the way to establish citizen journalism, I have been defamed, arrested, raided, and ultimately removed from the organization I spent so much time developing credibility of. I always knew they would try to ruin the reputations of those who expose them, the pharma giants, the three-letter government agencies, and those who I thought I could trust. But in response, 
We are going to build an army of investigators and exposers. They have awakened a sleeping giant. I'm back. Remaining by my side are a small, tight-knit group of the most elite journalists in the world. Exposing corruption requires standing up to power because power hates sunlight. We are sunlight. Welcome to the O'Keefe Media Group, where we will never be shut down. Oh my Because God. not only do I own it, but you own it too. Support us <clears throat> and sponsor our army of journalists <laughs> by becoming a right. founding member today. All right. So, yes, he's done. He's done some good work. You know, I won't. I won't deny that. Right. But it, why though? <laughs> What is with these dance numbers and shit like this? We play. I forget. I was the was it the Western Warrior before uh, the most recent one? I think uh, I, I did a little kind of like a <laughs> super cut of some of the the dance number. He did this long, uh, you know, kind of presentation at one of the uh, was it TPUSA? I think it was or something like that, right? Dance, you know, dance numbers and stuff. And he's just uh, Forkface is a pretty good uh, Telegram channel. I think they're on Instagram too. Uh, they made fun of of this a little bit. Here's. <laughs> Here's one of those clips. Expose me so fucking hard. Here's one more. James, I don't know how to put this. Um... I'm afraid we're gonna have to let you go. You're just too flamboyant. Oh, uh, excuse me? What the hell is that supposed to mean? Look, the dance numbers, the gay dates, it's too much. I mean, I know baby boomers are literally retarded, but even some of them are starting to figure it out. You can't be the face of Project Veritas anymore. I started this company with lipsticks, a pair of handcuffs, and a strap-on dildo. And I'll be damned if anyone's gonna take it away from me. James, you need to leave now. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to call security and things could get rough. Yeah? How rough? Uh, I, don't <laughs> worry, I brought some journalistic Please. supplies just for this occasion. Please stop. Uh, let's some, see some here. Lube. A bunch I, of bananas. I just want to uh, go home to my family. Please. Some lubricant. I can't. Antonio James, Banderas please. Uh, life five. For the love replica, of God, James, of please. Gavin McGinnis please stop. And, uh, Tim Pool. <laughs> <laughs> my signed Steven Crowder Conservinator 9000 dildo. All right, good. Yeah, that's for. Yeah, let's show that at the end there. There you go. <clears throat> Follow Forkfaced. Uh, they do some good stuff. Shout out to to them. Uh, all right. <laughs> like as I said, it, it's it's good that he's doing some of these. But what in the world is with the uh, the dance numbers and stuff? Is he did he get into and this? I mean, it, I guess that was one of the. And not that I think that anybody who's on this board of the thing that he set up, Project Veritas. First of all, I don't even know why I would do create that structure. Right? I, I guess he assumed it would never be deposed. Well, here, here we are, right? I mean, if, if infiltration, you should know about these things. Anyway, whatever. It's weird. Um, but they, of course, get, didn't get rid of him for like for for the the the, <laughs> the right reasons. You know what I mean? Like they, they, this was reasons uh, beyond what we're uh, talking about here. But can he just can he just stick to the journalist stuff? What, what is with this like? Dancing and like this, the shadow, <laughs> this shadow lit. Uh, uh, let's see here. Let's see the moves here again. There, look at that. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> Expo 
Exposing corruption requires both me. Because power <laughs> hates sunlight. We <clears throat> are sunlight. Welcome. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. All right. Okay. Does he have a woman? Is he, is he, is he married? This guy? Does anybody know? Highly suspicious, but okay. <clears throat> Let's see what they do. <laughs> see what I, <clears throat> maybe in between the gay videos, we'll get some good continued uh, expose uh, of some of the uh, some of the power, uh, you know, brokers in America. Uh, O'Keefe Media. That's uh, that's the the new one there. Okay. So the uh, stock market is in uh, the uh, toilet. In case you uh, missed the news, uh, Dow closes more than two hundred and fifty points lower Wednesday as banks. Uh, a banking crisis spreads to Europe. Now, uh, this is, of course, I think the Biden regime will say everything is fine. Uh, the economy is doing very great. It's strong right now, very strong. And uh, <clears throat> if you have to pay more for stuff, well, it's just uh, uh, you are just imagining things, bigot. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average fellow Wednesday is concerned of a banking crisis spreading to Europe pressure. Uh, pressured the broader market. The 30 stock Dow ended uh, 280 points below, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the index regained some ground in the afternoon training following an announcement from Swiss regulators that the country's central bank would give Credit Suisse liquidity if necessary. So bailouts, obviously, if the central bank steps in and gives them <laughs> gives them that. So they're trying to patch this up right now, which comes with all the uh, uh, credits with CB. Okay. Saudi National Bank SB. I don't know what this SB thing is, but I have to mention it, right? It's it's weird. Uh, it comes in the wake of so it's SVB, right? Silicon Valley Bank. But then you had Silvergate Bank. Then you had Signature Bank. All like three, four different ones that 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 fail have failed recently, right? Uh, and then uh, my brother pointed out that's like Sam. That's Sam Bankman Freed's. Uh, initial, right? SB, <laughs> SBF. And it was like, what, what, what's going on with this? What, what? I'm not sure what this is. Is it some like o- weird occult message or is this some subconscious thing? But anyway, I just, I'll just leave that there. SB, I'm not sure, or SBF, uh, whatever the, the, the issue is with this. But um, yeah, I mean, we talked about it in the latest member show a little bit about uh, not only uh, Silicon Valley Bank, but the overall like the patchwork that's being done right now to try to like just you know keep keep things in place until this house of cards fully comes down because that's the uh, inevitable trajectory of the system. It cannot stand. It uh, it will uh, not stand. Uh, but they'll try to patch it up for as long as they can, and and presumably they'll do some kind of rescue uh, proposal later on, which will be of course some kind of central bank digital currency. That's the that's the big psyop here. We'll see how um, how well they pull that off and how much damage they'll do, how much chaos they feel they need to create to get people to accept that new uh, new reality. Hopefully, uh, people won't accept it, and there's a massive pushback against that. Although some states uh, in the U.S. are signed, I think it was at um, North or is it South Dakota, I think it is, um, that signed some kind of uh, legislation preventing a central bank digital currency from being set up in the state, I believe. Uh, so th- there's some, you know, at least, uh, you know, political pushback against it too. Uh, Breitbart says stock markets in bloodbath as bank fears resurface. So yeah, Credit Suisse was the uh, latest one. Uh, and of course we know this, but you know, bears just a quick mention again. 
Signature Bank Chairman led Know Your Pronouns Seminar. <laughs> Uh, and uh, of course, Silver Silvergate Bank. They had uh, massive amounts in BLM as well. They, they've donated what was it? Her seventy-three million uh, to BLM to Black Lives Matter uh, and related social justice groups just before it fell. They even gave uh, themselves uh, a bunch of bonuses too. I think literally within days of the bank collapsing. So it's almost like they, it's almost like they know this is about to happen. You know, they have a bu- granted they have a bunch of diversity hires, uh, you know, as a risk management uh, like uh, Silicon Valley Bank did. That's true. Uh, so so you can all we always have to count on incompetence, uh, negligence and just sheer stupidity and not understanding what their job is. Uh, but there is always that chance that they know that it's going down. And just before like the ship you know, fully has like a, an open gash in the hole and it starts taking in water. They just like throw out as much money as possible to their uh, to their leftist friends and other, li- uh, you know, liberal social justice causes. Uh, and, and of course, giving themselves bonuses, obviously. Right. And, and then it collapses. <clears throat> Donations were used to fund further organizations and a political action committee to elect woke leaders. The revelation comes after the banks were uh, derided for being too woke and not focused enough on red flags at their companies. I I argue that's that was that's that's the the objective, right? That's got to be the goal. All right. Anyway, I don't have to go through this. You follow this. It's uh, it is pretty crazy, though, (laughs) to be honest. Uh, So you have no. If someone can. uh, Figure out whatever whatever the hell it is some is it some gematria thing with with SB I, I don't know or SBF SVB I don't know there's something there V and F and V is interchangeable is it not This is kind of interesting too Second shuttered U.S. bank was co-founded by major Jewish donor Scott Shea reports the Times of Israel Days after Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. Federal regulators closed Signature Bank, backed by one of Israel's major financial institutions, Bank Hapaluim. Tel Aviv shares drop as SVB failures, uh, failure triggers cash flow concerns for Israeli startups. And look at the... Uh, so there's all these things. There's other you know concerns about startups when it comes to... Uh, well, Silicon Valley-related companies... Uh, you had the new uh, uh, short-skirted uh, Greta Thunberg, who was uh, hanging around uh, Antonio Guterres at these climate conferences at the UN, uh, saying that this was a disaster because Silicon Valley Bank had all these solar, uh, you know, solar company, uh, you know, well, solar companies um, on, you know, aboard with them, and they were giving them liquidity and funding and startup money and things like that. So much of that, th- maybe this actually in some way ties into the AI stuff that we'll talk about later. Granted, that piece has already been released, but at least when it comes to like new tech and, and specifically like Silicon Valley based kind of or because there is this whole uh, shitstorm around that when it comes to the political agenda that these people pushed. Right. So so maybe it's a I think that's a, obviously a blessing in disguise. Right. That that, that this <laughs> it goes under and fails. And maybe, I don't know, some someone else can pick up the baton of funding new tech startup or some tech startups or something like that. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to happen, but it, regardless, w- we'll get to that about the AI bit a little bit later. But the the Israeli stuff is interesting. Check this out, and of course they try to s- get as much money out of there uh, as soon as possible, as soon as they've found this out. Uh, it says here on Times of Israel that Israel's two largest banks, Bank Leumi and Bank Hapulim, 
set up a situation room that has been operating around the clock to help firms transfer their money from SVB before it was seized to accounts in Israel. Over the past few days, teams at Lumi Tech and the high-tech banking arm of or the high-tech banking arm of Bank Lumi have been able to help uh, their Israeli clients transfer about 1 billion to Israel, the bank said. Now, apparently, what well, was it? Depositors uh, were going to be covered. Uh, U.S. officials have said so far, but not. Uh, I forget it. I forget what the other. There was one aspect of it that's not going to be rescued. I forgot. I forgot the details, but I've, I talked about it in the Western Warrior Show. Uh, who's going to be rescued? And who's not? But they said tax. Oh, not a taxpayer's expense. Where where do they get the money from then? Who's ultimately? U.S. officials, that's government. Government don't generate any money, they don't create anything. They just take from others and they, they distribute as they see fit or they just squander and, and, and get it away, right? So where is it supposed to come from? I know they had uh, some kind of uh, auction, right? I, I, can't, I haven't followed up on that, whether it's a healthy financial institution that have purchased SVB or any of the other banks that have failed at this point in order to try to restore it, but I don't know. Let, let, let it go under. It's just a big uh, rigged game anyway, right? Uh, too, too rigged to fail. Uh, so, here is the, uh, here's the end game here, right? Long-awaited Fed digital payment uh, system to launch in July. Okay, good. Look at that. Fed Now, the Federal Reserve digital payment system, will debut in July. The system will allow bill payments, money transfers, and other consumer activities to more uh, to move more rapidly and a, at lower cost, right? One of the problems here is when you have a run on the banks is that people actually, you know, physically, like they go to an ATM or a bank branch and say, give me my money, I want to take it out. Uh, they can't do that because of all this bullshit with fraction, fractional reserve banking and <laughs> all these uh, things that should be illegal uh, that they do. But if, but if it's digital, all they can do is just freeze it, right? They just freeze your money, and you can't uh, you can't get to it anyway. There's no way of actually taking it. I mean, that, that's kind of what what they do anyway. Like even if you show up at the bank, oh sorry, we've frozen everything. You can't actually get any money. Oh, we don't have any money. Sorry. Okay, well, where's my money then? Uh, and of course, that's why you can't bank with these large institutions. We'll see if this uh, you know falls over into smaller banks or credit unions or things like that. But so far. I mean, eventually, yes, that will probably all be taken down. But at least for now, that seems to be better. Eh. Knock on wood. The Federal Reserve's digital payment system, which is uh, which it promises will help speed up the way money moves around the world, will debut in July. Fed Now, as it will be known, will create quote a leading edge payment system that is resilient, adaptive, and accessible. The system will allow bill payments, money transfers such as paychecks and disimbursements uh, or dis disbursements from uh, the government, as well as a host of other consumer activities to have more uh, rapidly uh, to move more rapidly at a lower cost, according to the program's goal. And of course, uh, I would assume hand, uh, you know, right in line with this hand in glove, <laughs> you will have a central bank digital currency being rolled out presumably I, I, it's nothing about in the article about that now but presumably that's the uh the the way that um they can have it digital by having a digital dollar so you know that's 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 what's coming at the end of this right all right now we talked about israel a little bit 
check this out. This is uh, this is good stuff here. <clears throat> governor, former uh, New York Governor Cuomo, <laughs> he figured, man, the way that I was uh, hammered before, the way that I was like completely uh, taken down for for all my stupid shit that I did, including killing people at. Uh, uh, what was it at uh, elderly homes by bringing in uh, COVID patients and stuff like that? I figured I'll do the one thing that no one can criticize me for. I'll launch a pro-Israeli group. How about that? Democrat who resigned from office over sexual harassment allegations. He should never have. That's not how he should have been known. Like uh, on the note that he left, he should have been known for murdering old people. That's what he should. That's what that should say right there. Democrat, who uh, was forced out of office after killing a bunch of old people by bringing COVID patients into uh, elderly care homes, uh, panned, by, uh, panned by existing progressive outfits after announcing Progressives for Israel advocacy organization. <laughs> this is it, right? All right. Cuomo, Democrat, resigned from office in 2021 following multiple sexual harassment allegations, but is reportedly considering an attempt at a political comeback. Let's let's I'll push my nose further up Israel's butthole, he figures. That way, I'm in the clear. Checkmate, bigots, okay? He announced his new group, Progressives for Israel, in a video address to an event marking the 80th anniversary of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, hosted by celebrity rabbi Shmuel Botiash, head of the pro-Israeli group World Values Network. <laughs> Cuomo said rising anti-Semitism was partially masked under the guise of anti-Zionism. There, see? See? You can't criticize me now. And that while political disagreements with Israel were normal, that doesn't mean we condemn the people for the politics. It is time for our officials to condemn anti-Semitism, not just with their words, but their actions. You can't denounce anti-Semitism, but waver on Israel's right to exist and defend itself he said, is this, um, yeah, I was going to say, is there a video of this? Let's see how long this is. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is a different one here. Let me, let me, let me see if this is, if this is what it is. Thank you. Thank you to Carnegie Hall Chairman Robert Smith and his entire team. Thank you for your. He doesn't say anything about how long this is. So let's just listen a little bit. I, I didn't see this yet. Hospitality this evening. Why don't we all give them a big round of applause? Thank you. Congratulations to Rabbi Shmuley Botek. Sorry, Shmuley Bo- who, who? How could I be? How can I misname uh, it like that? Rabbi, thank you. Shmuley Botek, of course, made, uh, make perfect sense. For all your great work on behalf of the Jewish people and on behalf of a more inclusive, just society for all. That's right, including the Palestinians and the white people being genocided <clears throat> by... Uh, not only, but a lot of Jewish organization that, of course, is helping to bring in uh, refugees into our countries. We thank you, Rabbi, and we applaud you. And it's my pleasure to join all of you on this special evening, my friends in the Jewish community and those of us here who support it. This is going to be long, isn't it? And it's my honor to mark the life of Eleanor Esther Elka Paul, a life well lived, because it's a life of values, the value for human life, human. All right. Okay. Shabbos Goy, the Shabbos Goy. Wait a minute here. Let me see here. 
I will tell you that what he's saying. He's saying it's time for the Shabbos Goy. The Shabbos Goy can do work that benefits both the Jewish community and the non-Jewish community. The Shabbos Goy can turn on the lights on the Sabbath because it benefits everyone. What the hell is this? This is uh, Rabbi Shmuel Botox uh, Facebook page here, I believe. I will stand and turn on the lights. That's right. That's your job, Shabbos Goy, <clears throat> to be an elevator operator. <laughs> We've, coincidentally, we actually covered that in the Western Warrior show about the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the ovens that they have now. Lana mentioned it uh, about the Sabbath ovens. And, of course, that technically the automatic elevators that they've been granted as well. So they go up and down and stop at every floor <laughs> on the Sabbath is incredible. I'm starting an organization called Progressive for Israel, and I'm going to call the question for that. Does he actually say? Yeah, that's got to be. Man, is there any way I can see how long this is? Man, sorry about this. This is just on the fly here, but I, I w- would like to play that part. But I can't go forward. See, this is the thing. This is this dumb, like new uh, uh, vertical cell phone shit that they have. Anyway, I'll see if I can find it later. That is, uh, <clears throat> that uh, that is, we gotta have that um, sound clip there, right? Of he of him talking about how it's time for the Shabbos Goy. Is that what Cuomo actually said? Uh, Shmuley Botox, he quotes him here uh, as that that he's saying. Uh, but anyway, since I since I can't see if this video is like 45 minutes long, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and pain myself through this. We'll find the clips later. Uh, if anybody have them, please send them to me. This is great stuff. All right. So anyway, uh, let's let's finish off uh, Andrew Cuomo by uh, by this. I am black. I am gay. I am disabled. I am a woman. I am a woman. All right. So. I do want to cover a little bit with the uh, Biden regime and uh, the Department of Justice. Uh, This is literally one of those hearings that were held recently on the weaponization, right, of the uh, executive agencies in the U.S. I think it was the, uh, what's his name again? The the Ohio guy, I forget his name. He was heading heading up that. And again, there's a lot of talk, very little action, uh, but at least he's doing it. Uh, But the far left outlets and the crazies in the mainstream media were of course ridiculing this <laughs> there's there's nothing being weaponized here you know there was a, partially over the twitter files but then they they come in and they they on a definition issue they say well this is ridiculous nothing to do with the first amendment or censorship because twitter is a private company well the argument retards is of course that the fbi the doj the DHS, the CDC, all these people within the U.S. executive agencies are going to Twitter and other companies telling them what they should take down, what they should censor, what they should should set up um, preemptive uh, guardrails for in order to block certain misinformation. That's a direct violation of of the First Amendment right there. You have government agencies and people within the government going to private companies telling them what they need to take down. That's why this is an issue. And the further weaponization of this is, of course, when they begin to target their political enemies like they're doing uh, with Ricky Vaughn right now, which, of course, was a popular uh, Twitter account back in the, uh, you know, during the 2016 campaigns and stuff like that. And I see this as just pure revenge, right? Pure revenge. The, the guy's name is uh, Doug Mackey. And uh, he had the moniker Rick, Ricky Vaughn uh, on Twitter. 
and it was one of like a very popular uh, you know Twitter account. It was very influential, and I think that these people they set their sights on this for that reason, and they figure we got to make an example out of somebody. And then of course, if we set a president here, we can go after other accounts. We can go after other people, whether it's misinformation or whatever it is, right? Let me actually read a couple of the uh, Odyssey super chat here real quick before I miss that. All right. Chalky Milk says, uh, hello, Henrik, uh, executive producer, TM, swinging by to say great tunes on the intro the next few minutes. Not so much. Yeah, the, you didn't like the training videos? <laughs> Thank you, Chalky Milk. Good to see you. Another one from Chalky Milk here as well. Uh, if we can save the banks, then we can save the world. That's right. Thank you for the reminder. That's a, Isn't that another great clip, by the way? I'm going to type in Greta here. <clears throat> Greta Thunberg. Let's see if we can find that. How? Not, not, it's not how dare you. Here it is. Yes, that's right. Oh, which one of this? I think it's this one. Here we go. Let's play this one. I think this one. Okay, here's Greta. The money is there. If we can save the banks, if then we can save the world. <laughs> I mean... You will own nothing, and you will be happy. I mean, I'm not the enemy, at least I hope not. Mm-hmm. Ja, du Greta. Hur ska detta sluta egentligen? Fascinating. I don't think I'm, I, at le- I'm not an enemy, at least I don't think I am. It's, a, it's fairly... Prescient, is that the word? Uh, clar- cl- moment of clarity clarity there. Uh, forget that, to be honest. Uh, but it looks like, uh, does that automatically mean then since the banks won't be saved? Well, some of them might be saved, but the, the goal at the end of the day is not to have the same financial system, which ultimately means unless all the banks pivot towards like CBDCs and digital stuff and ledger-based bullshit, um, that means they are going to go under. Which does that mean? Then we're not going to save the the world. Uh, is that what that means? Anyway, th- thank you, Jockey Milk. Appreciate you, uh, Leroy Dumond. Checking in as well. Benny Barney Frank of Odd Frank fame is on the board of Signature Bank. That's right. That's right. Who I saw that in passing. Barney Frank. That's right. Of Dodd Frank. Now that was a. Was it the previous, what is it called, the Fanny May, Freddie Mac, Fanny May? I think it, it, it was something like that, right? There's an overlap to the latest uh, crisis, I think, right? 2008 banking crisis, if I'm not mistaken. Thank you, Leroy. Good to uh, see you. Hexagon says, Henrik, hopefully our Swedish people in Sweden will get their country straightened out. Uh, so enraging what has happened to the country of our ancestors. Yes, it is a fucking shame. But we're going to learn the hard way. We are going to learn the hard way, and either we get our shit together, uh, or we're out. That's just that's what it is. It's the option. We're being, uh, we're being, we're essentially being hunted by uh, a predator. In this case, it's a predatory class. But yes, we're being, uh, we're being hunted by predators. Uh, ultimately, this is just an expression of nature. And if we don't step up to the plate, if we don't evolutionarily, I guess, evolve to a certain extent or adapt, I guess is a better term. And straighten this out. Um, we'll we'll lose our country, and then eventually we'll lose ourselves as a as a people. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 go time. 
It's it's do or die. It's it's uh, victory or death. That's, that's literally what it is. There's no other. There's no other option here. They want us dead, and they're showing us that every single day uh, in different uh, different capacities. Um, now, I think things are going to get really interesting. I've said this before, but I think it's going to get really interesting when you have a a sizable portion of the Swedish population that begins to rise up and and not only just like rise up um like you know literally and like being visually there to say no or like protest but i'm saying doing things that is hurting the system right? let me just put it that way right i mean if you if you look at it if you look at a list like this 10 countries with the most geniuses per capita, according to Mensa data. I'm being, of course, highly ethnocentric here, but I'm just saying that uh, Sweden is on number two. I think it's just basically because Swedes are super smart. Hear me out here. Uh, it's <laughs> it's just because of the... the I think the, the number of immigrants we've taken in has, has, has de-ranked us some. Now, don't get me wrong. We love our Finns. Good job, Finland, for being a number one, right? But Finland, Sweden, United Kingdom, Netherlands, Denmark, Ireland, Norway, Luxembourg, Czech Republic, Croatia. Where's Israel? <laughs> Where's America? Right? The point is, you're telling me all of these? Look, it, it doesn't maybe always doesn't correlate like being super smart with like getting what's going on politically on on some level because there is a level of kind of autistic you know spurgery <laughs> involved in some of that too. But I'm just saying. If that's like Mensa level, then of course there's other there's a, a, a wide distribution on the IQ uh, bell curve, and I'm saying then you you have also a lot of chunk of people just slightly below that. So then you take a step maybe step away from the more uh, super spurgy autistic high IQ level. So and and it goes down from there. I'm saying you're telling me all those we're not going to have any of those people eventually like coming to our side or like or like understand that the severity of the problem see i think that is going to happen at some point and when people who are capable and able and have high iq and are smart and preferably that's the other step here have resources that's that's another level to this too but when when you see that when you see a sizable portion of the population beginning to move in our direction and start to do stuff uh be that behind the scenes Organizing, I think you're going to see a lot of interesting things, and I ref I refuse to believe, I refuse to accept that these people would just lay down and roll over and and walk off the stage uh, of history and say, well, <laughs> well, Mensa members, Mensa Mensa members, we had a good run, but it's time for the low IQ Arabs to take over now and run our countries. All right. Anyway, thank you, Hexagon. Appreciate that. All right, so uh, I think we're caught up there. Let me play um, to, to lead into the topic or two. So B, uh, Darren Beatty went on... Uh, he went on uh, Harkonnen's uh, <coughs> uh, war room. What is it called? Uh, Vladimir Harkonnen, right? Is it? He, li he literally looks like him. There's no... I I'll pull up an image in a moment. Steve Bannon... Looks like the actor who played uh, Harkonnen in Dune, the, the not the new gay version, but the uh, good uh, David Lynch version. 
Uh, anyway, listen to this, sir. Uh, is a, talk to us about the Hillary Clinton. Uh, is a guy that's done memes on Hillary Clinton. I think this came from a couple of years ago in the 16 campaign. He's yeah. facing 10 years in prison. No, I mean, I wish we had more time because this really is the most important story. It's the most important First Amendment story you've never heard of. And just in a nutshell, a young man called Douglas Mackey, who was allegedly operating with a pseudonymous Twitter account called Ricky Vaughn, named after the major league character. This account, Ricky Vaughn, MIT did a study on the most influential um, media accounts, and his Humble Twitter account, this anonymous young guy in, in New York, um, he was more influential than CBS, according to and all other, you know, other mainstream outlets, according to this MIT study. So it was a spectacularly influential um, account and it dabbled in memes, some hilarious, some controversial, some both hilarious and controversial. And among those memes, there's sort of a meme format in existence, kind of implicitly mocking the intelligence of Hillary and Hillary's supporters. And so one of his meme was, oh, you know, if you want to vote, just text Hillary to this number, you know, with the suggestion that Hillary supporters are so dumb, they're the types of people who would believe this. It was clearly satirical in nature and had a satirical format. The government that's trying to throw this guy in jail for 10 years has not been able to produce a single example of somebody who didn't vote as a result of this meme. And they're resurrecting this statute that was designed, you know, the statute is designed to prevent the Ku Klux Klan from intimidating voters from going to the polls. And they're <sighs> saying that sat meme satire on Twitter is equivalent to that. Um, it's a deeply disturbing case. And what it amounts to is the Biden regime trying to codify the disinformation scam into our criminal law, such that disinformation no longer only becomes a pretext to censor someone, it becomes a pretext to actually put them in jail. And the case of this young man who dared to goal. mock Hillary Clinton, um, to put him in jail for 10 years. Hold it, hold it, hang on, oh, hang on. You would hope they would shifted tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of votes. That's where, under what law are they going after a guy for making fun of somebody? That's pure political discourse. I mean, I'm made fun of all the time. Trump's made fun of all the time. That's part of the, the currency of politics. How are they even going, what do they charge the guy with? Well, remember, there's there's this statute that, again, was originally designed to prevent the Ku Klux Klan from intimidating African-Americans from being able to vote at the polls. But and there this is just such a joke, but it's it's super symbolic of why they're using that. And uh, I mean, it's but it's just it, it is a circus. But then at the same time, it's like, you, you know, you, you have people going to be locked away here multiple years. For, for dropping a few memes on Twitter? They're saying that, well, this was an intimidation, but it was a kind of deception because people are going to think it's real and they're going to text Hillary instead of going to vote. Even though, as I mentioned, they haven't been able to produce a single 
aggrieved party that didn't vote as a result of this satirical meme. So the whole premise is ridiculous. It's a complete stretch. It's an innovation in criminal law. And again, what it's trying to do is to codify the disinformation scam, which Steve, you and I have been talking about for a while, which is the- <clears throat> the, the, the David Lynch version of Dune is absolutely the best one, <laughs> 100%. Censorship predicate du jour favored by the national security community. But again, they're trying to expand it such that you're not just gonna be censored and deplatformed for disinformation, you're going to be thrown in jail, which when you think about it is kind of the ultimate deplatforming. And in the case of this uh, young man, he faces 10 years, which is absolutely insane. You know, huh? they're murderers. Huh? Am, I, go to jail. am I not correct, folks? Hunter's not gonna spend a single day. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's really a, a terrifying innovation, I think every American who cares about the role of free speech in our deliberative um, democratic process needs to take this case very seriously. And there is a legal defense fund for this young guy. It's memedefensefund.com. So if people are interested, they could support uh, support the legal effort at that website, memedefensefund.com. Um, Darren, how do we, uh, how does everybody get to you on social media and how they get to Revolver? All right. Okay. <clears throat> so I think there's a, there's a fall up here too. Now you can go through the whole, like the, the granular details of the, uh, story at revolver.news. Biden DOJ crusade to jail young, young man for anti-Hillary memes just got much uglier. He go through his, uh, goes through it, uh, in detail about, uh, Mackey, how they're targeting him and stuff like that. Uh, here's the actual meme in question, excuse me, <clears throat> where, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is vo what, voter, f f federal voter fraud, is that what it is? And then there's a, a violation then of this KKK Act, uh, intimidation of African Americans, <laughs> I guess. Uh, look, I mean, we, we know we know this is what they do and, and this is what they want and, and it doesn't matter, you know, kind of what you do. But of course, it still has to be. We still have to, you know, talk about this, argue about this, and try to, on some level, read this is not reasonable. But I'm saying you have to reason with them. Like, at, at what point do you draw the line in terms of what could be considered harmful for for anybody? And right now, the lines is basically well for anybody that the regime doesn't like. And if you're high profile enough, they will target you. They'll, they'll go after you, and they'll uh, they'll try to uh, you know imprison you for doing these things. The other thing is the sc uh, stochastic the stochastic terrorism, which is like you say something, <clears throat> and even if it's not a direct call to violence, it, it can be interpreted as that by someone else who might go on and do something because they heard something you said. And so now the person who did the crime is not responsible. It's the person who said the thing that, that that's being it's being trained traced back to, right? This is second clip here with Darren. I want to play too, but uh, I guess Elon came out. I'm not, I'm not sure what this the long line means anything. It's more exposure, which is good, of course. Like you know, what I mean, more more attention to this case, which is good. Uh, but Musk expressed support for Doug Mackey, uh, who's targeted by Biden's DOJ for posting memes. Here's the, uh, <clears throat> where's the tweet here? I think he has it embedded. Uh, here it is, right? 
Yes, here it is. I think it's a follow-up to that. Let me see. Did it take it down? No, I don't think it did. Yeah, this should be the one right here. This sounds concerning. Someone posted this. Here's the story of Doug Mackey, the Twitter post poster who helped Trump win the election in 2016. is now being persecuted by the Biden DOJ for posting memes. He goes on trial today, which is two days ago now, uh, and faces 10 years in prison. This is the situation, what it means for you. It's a th uh, threat here. Uh, so there's Elon, they're at least saying, yeah. And then Pink Code directed Douglas Mackey, a right-wing provocateur, was accused of spreading memes that made Hillary Clinton supporters falsely believe they would cast ballots in 2016 via text message. <clears throat> well, if, if that's how you want to draw the line, there's a lot of people doing a lot of things on the internet. And a bunch of people who are retarded can end up believing a bunch of different things. Uh, but no, that's his crime, and that's oh well. They oh well, that settles it then. Imprison, imprison him for ten years. Uh, anyway, this is a, it, it, this is just about a complete overhaul uh, of the way we deal with the internet, which is crazy. Uh, a little bit of follow up here. Let's check this uh, clip out with uh, Darren Beat here, who, who wrote the obviously the Rebel News. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> why did I do that? The Oh my God, Rebel News. Yeah, that's it, it could be better. Revolver.news. There's the piece uh, right here. The first one. Check that out. Uh, Revolver. Uh, Biden DOJ. Check out the uh, clip here. Here we go. Darren, you got, you got to help me out here. It's got to be something more than this. It can't be, she's so memeable. She can't. Oh, this is not the. Okay, hang, hang on. Excuse me. Where's the second one? Okay, that is the second one. Then this is the. And this is the first one. Is that the same one? Let me play that. Talk to us about the Hillary Clinton. Uh, is a guy that's done memes on Hillary Clinton. I think this came from a couple of years ago in the 16 campaign. He's yeah. facing 10 years in prison. No, I mean, I wish we had more time because this really is the most important story. It's the most important First Amendment story you never heard of. And just in a nutshell, a young man called Douglas Mackey, who has allegedly operated. No, it's the one. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, I apologize. <laughs> I got my clips mixed up here. I thought it was two different ones. But anyway, yeah, so he has the uh, the Meme Defense Fund. Uh, yeah, we'll play that one. Uh, here's a message from uh, Doug Mackey here. My name is Doug Mackey. If you're looking to contribute to my legal defense fund, please go to memedefensefund.com. Thank you for your continued support and your prayers. I think the SPLC had a piece, a hit piece, because someone donated like a million dollars in Bitcoin, whatever the value was at that point. But uh, uh, they were very angry and very upset about that. And they thought, well, we have to somehow we have to t confiscate this money because this man clearly uh, shouldn't be allowed to defend himself. It's amazing uh, what has happened and the and the uh, uh, the unfair, the skewing of the game here. That's what I'm saying. They, they want us dead, they want us dead and they don't give a shit. They laugh at us on the on the way down. Speaking of the SPLC, I saw this today. Uh, blonde in the belly, Rebecca, uh, getting my I'm getting my SPLC uh, hit piece. Well, SPL centers or Twitter account. SPLC hit piece. I'd like to thank Media Malice for showing me who really has power. My public education for teaching such a retarded take on history that it had to be questioned. And uh, last but not least, the government whose unparalleled incompetence made me angry enough to speak out publicly. Here's a, uh, the email she received here. This is sni the snitch. I am a reporter with the Southern Poverty Law Center. 
Maybe you should maybe you should deal with your terrorist uh, uh, employee right now, SPLC. Maybe maybe have bigger bigger problems right about now. No. In coming days, we will publish a story that includes the information that, and this is to Rebecca here. Then you use your YouTube channel to platform and promote prominent white supremacists, many of whom have themselves been banned from the platform. Last month, you interview. Is that because? Yeah. Uh, last month, you interviewed Paul Miller, a.k.a. Gypsy Crusader, a neo-Nazi who was this year released from federal prison after serving a sentence for firearms offenses. In a description of that video, you link to Miller's merchandise on your web store associated with the Goyan TV website. That's a hell of a... That's a, There is a website that you use where you put a link to the guest's site and then on his site there's a link to another group site that sells stuff what what is your answer uh rebecca what <laughs> what are you what are you going to do about this also you attended the kootenai county republican central committee's lincoln day event where you were pictured with state senator tammy nichols and melissa riley uh you now live in Coeur d'Alene, idaho <laughs> Is that a on its own an accusation? Is that, <laughs> it's funny. I'm writing to offer you the chance to comment on this reporting. You could respond to this email or call anytime on 503-877-5389. I need you to comment today in order to include it in my reporting. All right, all right uh, there you go. That they have nothing better to do than to in order to cover up for the actual terrorists that are working at the SPLC, uh, they have to write about how <clears throat> you're using YouTube and you have links from your website to other people's links, sites that we don't like, blah, blah, blah. All right. <laughs> what a circus, what a clown show it is. Uh, let me see here. I'm sure I didn't miss a couple of these. I think I got these. Odyssey. Pagan Bear, come on guys and gals, support the show. You have to pull a Rand bot and start making cheap skates feel guilty, Henrik, uh, or have him on as a guest to co-host to do it for you. <clears throat> no shilling. We'll never shill anything on this show. <laughs> send send us money if you want to. It helps the show. <clears throat> Otherwise, go ahead and sign up at redhousemembers.com. Is that, uh, is that good enough? Thank you, Pagan Bear. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Uh, 14 Reasons says... Uh, Peg and Bear, everyone donates a simple dollar. Even a poor fuck like me can spare it. Every donate, everyone donate right now, unless you really need literally every penny. But well, thank you. Uh, 14 reasons. Thank you, Peg and Bear. Appreciate that. I got five on it, says uh, DeWitt. Well, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Hexagon Podcast says uh, 14 reasons. Yes, that's a good point. If everyone donated even a dollar to every one of these white nationalist broadcasts, our people would be well funded and not need paywalls. Uh, yeah, that's true. I I like to offer uh, people something extra, though. I don't I, I don't mind. I get what you're saying. I mean, if we had like big donors or uh, sponsors that came in and took care of us, yeah, ab- absolutely, hundred uh, percent, no problem at that point, right? Uh, but usually, I, I I like that, you know, as a pitch. I mean, obviously, we appreciate donations and super chat and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, I like being able to have something and offer something as well. Uh, but to those who don't, that that's totally fine. Or to those who can't, thank you, Hexagod. Pr- appreciate that. Uh, Department of Injustice Cat Channel says that's right. Yeah, I mean it's 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 absurd. Uh, 
the escalation right now on, on, on like every damn front, on every issue. It's just they're turning up the heat like crazy. Uh, Night National Review, good to see you again, says uh, stochastic terrorism against whites is done all day, every day by mainstream Jewish-owned media in the West. All day, every day. Uh, yes, it is, exactly. No, it's as, as I said, and it was like the uh, the point with the, uh, was it uh, Michael Knowles? Attack on transgenderism equals transgender people, but the the attack on whiteness, and even and, and the attack on white people does not equate an attack on white people, according to the same uh, lunatic anti-white leftists. Chalky milk donation to him. Thank you, thank you, Chalky milk. That's very that's very kind of you. Appreciate that. All right, let's uh, let's proceed. So we had as uh, a minor little story, but it is. But it is funny, you know. We talked about uh, people that people that agitate against us, right? Uh, no one does it better than uh, than Hollywood, and they had their little Oscars here recently. Uh, so, of course, in uh, true uh, good measure, they uh, built a what was it like almost t- a ten feet wall uh, around the little area where they uh, had their playpen uh, in order to protect them uh, from uh, from dangerous people from. Uh, <laughs> From, from uh, well, all, all kinds of uh, people, of course, which they have uh, helped to, to create uh, in California and on the streets uh, in Hollywood, the Hollywood area. Right? Says here, the Oscars are upon us, and you know what that means? Walls. That's right. Ten-foot-high walls and countless barriers and barricades will surround the Dolby Theater to shield Hollywood's biggest stars on its biggest night from would-be gawkers. Sure, Hollywood celebrities don't dare endorse building a wall on the U.S. border with Mexico, but when it comes to their palatial estates, I'm looking at you, Mr. Spielberg, uh, or awards night, they are more pro-wall than Donald Trump. The famous Hollywood Boulevard came to a standstill this weekend when the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, it's a fantastic name, uh, erected Fences, barriers, and walls in preparation for the big show wherein celebrities and industry insiders will celebrate a year in movies. The barriers spanned at least one block on Hollywood Boulevard between Highland Avenue and North Orange Drive across the street from El Capitan Theater. Armed security equipped were also present. Is Dolby Theater the old Kodak Theater? The old Masonic Lodge? Do they still do it there? Maybe they do. But yeah, I remember the maybe the, maybe that has moved. Maybe this is different now. But yes, early on in the uh, they had this, I believe, at the at the Kodak Theater, and that's the old Masonic Lodge uh, over there. Pretty crazy. <clears throat> but yeah, so walls work, and of course, I'm sure they have armed guards, all kinds of things like this. Uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised at all, to be honest. Um, all right, speaking of the speaking of the attack on whites check out this here well actually okay we can let's begin with this <clears throat> this is a little bit different remember the the, the attack on time remember the association with white supremacy being on time uh, hard work ethic like all the things that we consider to be good positive traits uh, the leftist thank you we'll take it have now associated with so-called white supremacy or like white excellence and so therefore the only mode uh, the only the only reasonable thing they can do about this is to dismantle those very things and being on time is one of them now this has been backed up for people that apparently have dyslexia not just I guess black people then which was the other argument from the, the last time we talked about how time was racist 
Uh, but now people with dyslexia shouldn't be forced to turn up to work on time. Employment judge rules. Raymond Joyce Bryce complained of discrimination against bosses at a new job. He said conditions meant he was diagnosed, uh, I'm sorry, dis disorganized, and often misread his alarm clock. He said his condition meant he was diagnosed, d disorganized, and that his uh, often misreads, I, I have dyslexia today, Whew. misreads his alarm clock in the morning. Well, you, don't you hear it when it goes off? <laughs> What's the problem here? Mr. Bright insisted he would always be late and asked his managers for leeway in turning up 15 to 20 minutes late. But after a string of incidents, they insist, uh, instead abruptly stopped offering him shifts. Well, that, that's what happens. The security guard, where do you work in the nuclear power plants? The security guard from Stratford, West Midlands, says in the UK here, accused him of discrimination and a failure to make reasonable adjustments for his disability. Oh my God. Can you, and of course, I identify as having dyslexia now. Can you see a, can you see an increase in these kinds of uh, ailments and uh, uh, issues all of a sudden, potentially? So what happened is Mr. Bryce claims was upheld by an employment tribunal in Nottingham, which concluded that his dyslexia made it difficult for him to wake up early, plan ahead, and read the time. He is now in line for compensation. The panel uh, panel heard Mr. Bryce began doing shift works for Sentry Consulting Limited, a private security. Is he in a security firm and you can't even show up? It's just incredible times. In December 2020, the old Derby Royal Infirmatory site in Derby. But he was late on three occasions over the next three weeks, prompting his managers to call him for, in for a meeting. Mr. Bryce blamed his dyslexia at the time, uh, at the time of year, as the weather was cold, frosty, and snowy. Wait a minute, is that does that change because of the weather? Mr. Bryce blamed his dyslexia and the time of year as the weather. Oh, was, oh, okay, I see. So it was two things. I, okay, I get, I get it now. So basically, he's just thrown out shit because he's, you know, he he's he's sloppy with time. And uh, he just sees what sticks, right? Oh, the dyslexia thing sticks? Okay, great. I'm late for everything. I don't foresee danger. I'm like a rabbit in the headlights. <sighs> All right, absolute nonsense. Everything's falling apart, folks. Oh, uh, my God. It's just... What happened? Like, <laughs> Compare people and their ability back in, like, 1800s compared to now. Now people can't even, like, they can't even pour up a, a bowl of cereal in the morning. All right, here's the uh, here's the continued attack on whites here. Check this one out. <clears throat> uh, statues of old white men may need to be destroyed, Welsh government advises. Historical figures praised in their day may now be perceived as aggressors. Out to expand the British Empire warns new guidance. Statues of old white men, such as the Duke of Wellington and Admiral Lord Nelson, could be hidden or destroyed to create the, quote, right historical narrative, according to Welsh government guidance. Historical statues that often glorify powerful, older, able-bodied white men may be offensive to a more diverse modern public. That's right. So if you just have enough non-white people in your country, then you can just take down all their statues. Isn't that funny how that worked when we were all... When it was all white people in our countries, then to have all you know, to have perfect representation of all those people, uh, that was that was considered wrong. But now they're just like a minority in our countries, and they're already taking down our statues. The government's best practices 
advice states that councils and other public bodies should take action to set the right historical narrative. Well, either it's, what do you mean? Like, this is not, history is not, a, well, we know it's a narrative, so this is a funny spin on it, but I'm saying it's not supposed to be, it's just supposed to be history and what actually happened. It says authorities could conceal commemorations and discreetly box monuments or enclose them creatively in new artworks. Streets, uh, street and buildings could also be changed, the guidance states, to, quote, remove offensive or unwanted names. Don't worry, nothing, don't worry, nothing is going to change. You're just going to, you're just sharing your country with other people. You just, you live here, no one's being replaced, it's you live here, and now they live here next to you. Don't don't matter that when you visit your old school that you used to go to, whether all what it was all white, all European people, now there's 80% non-Europeans going to those schools. But don't worry, you're not being replaced. No one is no one's taking over here. No one is no one's occupying lands that used to belong to you and your people. That's just not happening. Alternatively, Offensive or unwanted items could be relocated or destroyed. The advisory documents state, while noting drawbacks include expense, expense uh, and the need for extensive public consultation. <clears throat> what, okay, what would that be then? It would certainly not be, oh, uh, by the way, let's have a, uh, a quick vote here on our government website. Do you want to see them taken down or not? Yes or no? This is something else. I guess maybe that... Public consultation will be, what do we put up in its stead? We have an old white statue here of an old white guy, and we need to replace it with some kind of, I don't know, some Afrocentric art or some kind of, I don't know, some modern art piece of some dildo or something. Uh, which which one of those do you want? The, that, that's the option. Or some uh, maybe a Holocaust museum uh, or a Holocaust uh, exhibit commemoration uh, statue. Public commemorations include paintings, plaques, and statues. The advice states, uh, the advice states, should not insult or hurt fellow citizens. What does that even mean? Well, I mean, hurt anything can hurt anybody for whatever reason. Anybody can find anything insulting. That's not a that's not a metric. That's just a, a pure uh, subjective uh, take, right? It claims that existing monuments can be offensive to people today who see them in a different light, including as aggressors who conquered peoples to expand the British empires or the British Empire. Diversity is hardly visible at all in public commemorations, it says, with existing memorials giving the perception that the achievements that society consider noteworthy are those of powerful, older, able-bodied white men. Yes. Perhaps 100%. Those are the ones who built these countries and laid the groundwork. And even if these ungrateful invaders don't like it, they can fucking leave. That's how simple this is. It's our countries, it's our fucking statues, it's our forebears. Get the fuck out. Okay? That's that's it. It's not, it's not rocket science. It's not difficult. To dis dispel this narrative and end the perpetuation of racist colonialist myths about white superiority. Potentially offensive older monuments can be re-evaluated with the help of public and expert consultation. However, officials note that the relative preponderance of white historians over uh, over other identities can skew understanding. All right, it just goes on and on and on here. Uh, this is in uh, 
Wales specifically, right? But yeah, Welsh explorer Henry Morton Stanley as among figures honored with the statues that we got to take down. We covered actually in the Western Warrior show, so, so take a look at that. It was very close that, uh, well, technically they're not Norwegians, but for the sake of simplicity, uh, Norwegian leftists. Uh, there's a Danish woman and a Swedish woman, actually. But anyway, at the uh, Nor- uh, Norwe- Norwegian National Museum, wanted to cancel Christian Krug's famous painting of uh, Leif Eriksson, right, as he discovers America. Uh, but they didn't succeed. That, that was very good. It was an immense pushback. So I'm glad to see that. Will there be the same pushback in this case? I'm not uh, not sure. Not sure, as uh, he said in Idiocracy. Um so, of course, as we know, this is a story from a while ago from Summit News, but it was like, this, it, it, well, it was, oh, no, it's only slavers, you see. It's only those who backed slavery. And this is always the same story. This is always how they get their footing through the door. And that's why you can't fold an inch. You can't, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We don't give a shit. This is our people. If you don't like it, go and build a statue of your people in your country, wherever you're from or where your parents are from, or where your grandparents are from, or whenever the hell they showed up. Go back to your country and 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 put up your statues there, okay? We don't want some diversity, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion monuments operating as, what are they, these are like knives, like weapons in the public space, right? The public sphere, the public square. Yeah, leftists want to topple a statue of a British prime minister whose government ended slavery. See, that, that's where everything must go. We knew that. We knew that that was the case all along. We, we, we said this. It will not end here, and of course it doesn't end here. Anything that's considered to be European will be taken down if these people get their way. And that's what we have to organize, get together, form community, advocate for our own people, uh, increase our level of identity, how we relate to ourselves, lift up our history, set up our own institutions, uh, set up, as someone said, not parallel, but uh, uh, what was that? What was the term? Perpendicular, I think was a better term. Perpen- perpendicular uh, institutions, schools, well, everything. We're going to need everything, <laughs> basically, because this, this normie shit-take society is going to, uh, going to go under eventually. All right. And we have to have more kids. Number one, have more kids. Have more white, beautiful children, okay? All right. Uh, yeah, mean, meanwhile, of course, it's like, that. you know, oh, an old statue of a of, of someone who didn't even, and again, not that the, it doesn't matter, right? Even if this is a, a an exceptional uh, merchant when it comes to slavery or whatever, like some, they traded uh, sub-Saharan Africans and Arabs like no one else. They were an expert in slavery, this white man who's on a statue. Still our statues, still our people. I don't give a shit. That doesn't, that's not justified to take it down. Now, like, okay, you're complaining on slavery? Okay, well, now do Africa. Now do the Middle East. I still have issues there. But no, instead, of course, it's like real in-your-face problems that's happening right now is being ignored and they're looking the other way for it check out this one here. here's a screenshot here uh in france i thought there was belgium no okay there's belgium okay france here uh maybe it's no b is not doji b is that Belgium? anyway it doesn't matter france syrian migrant 
impregnates his eight-year-old daughter-in-law. According to him, it was normal in his culture to have sex with minors. He had just obtained the status of being a political refugee. That was a screenshot from a uh, French... Oh, no, that's a French source, but it still might be Belgium. I forget which one here. Um, <laughs> this is... Update, 15 years in prison. Okay, well, at least that, right? But you see how this works? Where people are like impregnating eight-year-olds in our countries and people are worrying about re not removing him but removing a statue of a of a 300-year-old uh you know or a 300-year-old statue of a white man uh who improved our countries you see how see what's going on here it's almost like they hate us i know it's, it sounds crazy but it's almost like they hate us and one us gone isn't that crazy 1980 chrysler says thanks for the show well thank you appreciate that we're going to get to the AI stuff here in a moment. I think that's a good uh, a good one. But this is just a little side note. They do stuff like this. This is basically like a stepping stone towards the bug eating. Uh, and here's Wired promoting the uh, the eating of uh, <clears throat> a big ugly fish that have been seen as a as an invader <clears throat> in uh, specifically American waters and the Great Lakes and some of the rivers that it connects to. Uh, and of course, if it's an abundance of that, then it uh, must be eaten, I guess, uh, or something like that. I'm not saying it's completely unreasonable, but I'm saying the only reason they do it is because it's it's considered to be not a, a very, let's say, tasty fish or a um, appetizing, is that the right word, fish, right? But now they want you to eat it so that you will f you will fold to their agenda of eating di extra disgusting things, essentially. Oh, and that reminds me the the Chinese fish footage. I got to bring that out. I never had a chance of show showing that. I put, let's see if I can find that here because uh, it definitely relates. Let me see if I can find that. The hardiest freshwater fish in America could revive the Midwest's fishing industry. Or destroy the Great Lakes. So much depends on your appetite, is the subtitle to this wired piece here. Uh, this is a long form, so I'm not going to read all of this. It's about some Asian woman, Amy Yang, uh, who's doing, who's fishing, and she's educated in some thing. I don't know, whatever. However, she's out fishing. She don't know how to do it, and then she saw. And then she saw it, the flicker, brilliant silver, the more flick, then more flickers. The river's smooth surface turned into a riot of ripples and shining fins. Its shores may have been... I love that they're romanticizing this here. I mean, okay, I like fishing too, I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean? Like, let's try to make, let's make this ugly, smelly fish as appetizing as we can by making a romantic story around it, right? That's what this is. It's to get you to lower your guard and start eating disgusting things so that eventually, by the time they roll out the bug protein, it won't seem that bad. That's what this is about. Uh, its shores may have been, may have not been much to look at, but life teemed underwater. She stretched the arrow back, hoped her forms wasn't too crappy and released. Then we drove back to Chicago. We had a cooler full of fish, Amy Yang says. Not just any fish. Yang is obsessed with one type in particular. At the time, she called it Asian carp, although now it's often called copy or copy. Co cope, yeah. Uh, it's technically a grouping of four separate species, big-headed carp, grass carp, 
black carp and silver carp. In the U.S., this fish is often seen as a threat, particularly to the Great Lakes, an invasive species. It has flourished in the waterways of the American South and Midwest, growing so plentiful that it has killed off native species and warped the ecosystem. Which is, okay, like, yes, that's not good, right? But it's also a viable and abundant protein food source, said Yang. And she wants to help people see it that way. And here, here it is, right? I grew up in China, Yang says, so the fact that people weren't eating them didn't make sense to me. <laughs> That's the, <clears throat> there you go. Because, of course, who wouldn't want to emulate a people that basically eats everything? <laughs> and, it, I mean, it's what, barring like some African country where they eat like the rats and stuff and the whole population of animals just collapses around them because there's nothing left. <clears throat> Here's some of the dishes served up in China. Enjoy. It's still alive and biting the chopstick. Do you see that, Liz? Mmm. Who wouldn't want to eat that salad? Look, I'm, I'm not I'm down against raw things, even like sushi, a certain raw fish is okay, but this is just, oh my god, disgusting. Check this one out. This one has has been, the, the head has been protected and the rest of the fish is deep fried and it's served alive on your plate. Look at that. Who wouldn't want to emulate this? I grew up in China, so who wouldn't who wouldn't want to eat this big, ugly, stinky fish? I think it was something about stink, isn't it? Let me see here. Stink, stank, uh, stench, smelly. Ah, I, I could have sworn I saw it. <laughs> Smell. No, okay, all right. Uh, anyway, I, maybe I remember. it was something about it, it was definitely something about how it smells or something like that. It wasn't very. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't. Again, look again. I'm just saying. It might be reasonable, and it's like, okay, well, it's an edible fish. We should do it or whatever. I, I get all that. But you know what I'm saying, though? You know you know why they do this. You, you know exactly why they do this. It's to lower your guard and have you eat a bunch of crap so that by the time they roll around their bugs, it won't be a big issue for you. Right? Yeah, cruel. That's right. Absolutely cruel. All right. One more, and then we'll get to the AI here. There's a great one here. My state that I'm currently living in. Idaho Republicans plead with Biden to flood U.S. labor markets with more foreign workers and approve amnesty. This is, this is Republicans in a nutshell here, right? Republicans in the Idaho legislature, legislature are looking to approve a resolution that would ask President Joe Biden, as well as Congress, to flood the United States labor market with more foreign workers, as well as to grant an amnesty that would give green cards to millions of illegal aliens holding American jobs. A resolution authored by State Senator Jim Guthrie, get rid of him, and co-sponsored by State Senator Triga Burnt, get rid of it, whatever it is, and Linda Hartgen, I guess it is, get rid of her, and Chuck Winder, get rid of him. 
They will ask the federal government to stem the flow of illegal immigration by requiring e-verify for employer employers, among other things, while also expanding the number of foreign workers businesses can import to take mostly working class blue collar jobs. So here we go back in the well, the businesses require you. Is there one thing we can do for the economy right now as it's going under and tanking is to open the borders and let more foreigners take jobs from Americans, you see, because we here in the banking sponsored Republican Party uh, don't want the American worker to have any kind of leverage whatsoever. Let's let's not have the price of uh, wage uh, the, the wages go up. Let's not have the price of labor uh, to go up for American workers. We want to push that thoroughly down while we displace these goddamn European Americans. Was it? Uh, what was it? He said again. Bill Crystal. Speaking of that, we're going to talk about the war, the, the war efforts later. Um, let me see if we can find out. No, not the fish crystal. That was from the previous one. Remember that? Oh, they're lazy and yeah. Here it is. Check the, this. This is it. This is it. This is a Republican neocon like just. It's all about Israel and like massive war industries. This is what they think of the American worker. Look, to be totally honest, if things are so bad, as you say, with the white working class, don't you want to get new Americans in who aren't yeah, going to be? get some new I'm Americans. Serious. You can make a case that um, this is going on too long and this is too crazy, probably. And I hope this thing isn't being like, you know, videotaped forever. It is. You anti-white piece of shit. For shown anywhere. <laughs> my Whatever tiny pathetic future I have is going to be totally collapsed. You can make it. Good. Go away. In case that America has become has been great because every every I think John Adams said this at the beginning, right? Basically, if you're in a free society, a capitalist society, after two, three, four generations of hard work, everyone becomes kind of decadent, lazy, spoiled, whatever, and then you luck. Yeah, the we no, we don't need no blueprints. They'll take care of it for you, Bill. Bill Crystal, let them build your house. You have these waves of people coming in from Italy and Ireland and Russia and now Mexico who really want to work hard and really want to succeed and really want their kids to live better lives than them. No, they drive down the wages so people fucks like you make more money. That's what you want. Aren't sort of clipping coupons or hoping that they can hang on and meanwhile you know we grew up as spoiled kids and so forth so can hang on listen in that, that respect i don't know why this moment is that different from the early 20th century or we, the we mid 19th give century somebody else a chance to ask a question I, at this I, point I, <laughs> don't you want to rebut me briefly though you want to say yeah. no, okay <laughs> next that's enough I'm, i'll be quiet <clears throat> yeah who is that isn't that uh, yeah that's right that's charles murray sitting there isn't he one of the uh, Jews are so smart is not the, the author. I, he's done some good things on, on IQ, I believe. Um, I was looking for the clip of the, the, ba the backup guy here, right? Paul Krugman. I've played it a few times, but here it is. But it's good to remind people of what they actually think of the American workers, these, these creeps. <clears throat> Krugman, just as Bill Crystal, of course, just, just happens to be uh, Jewish. But according to, to Pimpool, Pim Pimtool, well, you you can't bring that up because that has nothing to do with anything. And if you criticize <clears throat> organized Jewish interest, well, then you're just crazy, and that means uh, you want to uh, kill all Jews. That that let's run without straw man, Tim Pool, without actually logically, reasonably address the issue of why are these people so overrepresented when it comes to hating on white Americans, on Europeans, want to change our demographics. What's going on with that? Fascinating, isn't it? Now, I do think that this is not a permanent condition. The craziness really comes from almost more from cultural uh, ethnic issues than anything else, because you have a, a, 
a lot of the, the real craziness comes, if you like, from rural white Americans. That's right. <clears throat> Here Paul Krugman is, who, by the way, tried to blame the whole Iraq war on the few goys in the Bush administration. Uh, here he is blaming all the pro all the problems is really just the rural white Americans. Once we get rid of them, things are going to be great. Feel that it's, they're losing their country, they're losing ownership of of the country, and they're right. I mean, we are becoming more diverse, more multicultural, and they are. In the end, they're, they uh, they become they're they they are not the future. In the end, the the power they still have will go away, but it's a very difficult time until then. So the. the <laughs> The, the future is, uh, is Mayor de Blasio of New York, uh, but uh, Ted Cruz of Texas is still out there with the ability to do a lot of damage. Oh, Ted Cruz, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's a big problem. Ted Cruz, he's the big, <laughs> he's the, he's the big uh, problem. So, so basically, what um, Paul Krugman here says, he, he wants more of this. Free fries when you get vaccinated? Um, I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this, the delicious fries? Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this. Let me, let me check with Bill Neidhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This could be breakfast? Okay. I want you to look at this and think about, again, some people love hamburgers, some don't. I really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling about vaccination right this moment. Well, that's the uh, that's the future right there, according to Krugman. And not only, of course, because of his... Uh, disgusting <clears throat> burger pitch here when it comes to the, the COVID jab, uh, but be because of the fact that he doesn't have a white wife and thereby he doesn't have white children. All right. Uh, Michael57DE, thank you. They, triple parentheses, not only want genocide uh, to genocide us, they want to erase us from history as well. Hail Henrik, hail Voten, hail our folk. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate that. We're kind of you. Lord Aragon, go back. That's right. Thank you. Der Scherusker says it is hard and it will get worse, but we will triumph. That's right. Thank you, Der Scherusker. Appreciate that. So, OpenAI, right? It's uh, announced now it's uh, GPT-4 uh, chat bot. I guess maybe it's an overall, also not, not just a chat bot, but maybe it's an overall improvement of the AI project that they're running overall. Uh, but anyway, they, they uh, claim that it can beat 90% of humans on the SAT. OpenAI announced the latest version of its primarily large language model, GPT-4, on Tuesday, that it says exhibits human-level performance on many professional tests. GPT-4 performed at the 90th percentile on a simulated bar exam, the 93rd percentile on an SAT reading exam, and the 89th percentile on the SAT math exam, OpenAI claimed. Here's one of the guys here, <clears throat> Sam Altman, 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 behind uh, OpenAI, as he walks to lunch during the Allen and Company Sun Valley Conference on July 6th, 2022 in Sun Valley, Ohio. That's right. These <clears throat> coastal elites, they, they love going to their little, uh, uh, you know, potato farmer states occasionally, right? Sun Valley. 
I actually went by there once. It was, oh my God. You wouldn't believe this this Jewish art gallery they had there, or the, the Jew that owned it. It was, oh my God. <clears throat> it was very, you, you, there was like Teslas and Porsches and Mercedes, like, uh, you know, driving like 120 miles per hour on the way there. Not quite, but almost, you know what I mean? Um, no, the elites love to get out in, the, in nature occasionally and, and stand at a Jewish art gallery uh, in Sun Valley, Idaho, uh, occasionally. By the way, that's that's the photo I used for the uh, the Palantir photo of Peter Thiel together with uh, uh, Alex Karp. Speaking about that fish, I guess, earlier. Alex Karp, co-founder uh, of uh, Palantir Technologies, talking about how de facto right-wing governments in Europe have been kept out of place because the Palantir technology and AI development have somehow helped to, I guess, catch and track down and stop terrorists from committing uh, terrorist acts in European countries, and specifically, he said, in Northern European countries. He was very proud of this. Peter Thiel's, you know, who's the the, the great right-wing hope, his partner, Alex Karp, said he was extremely proud over that fact that there's no right-wing governments in uh, Northern Europe because we and our AI technology have kept that out of, uh, we, we stopped all the terrorism. Because if you see, when you open the borders and bring in these migrants, obviously they want to kill you. So we have this, we have this perpetual, it's a ubiquitous surveillance artificial intelligence tool here at the disposal of governments at a very high price to, uh, to, to keep you safe, right, as we monitor everything and everybody. Makes total sense, doesn't it? OpenAI announced the latest version of its primary language model, GPT-4. We said that. Um, ChatGPT-4 is larger than previous versions, which means it has been trained on more data, which part of that is to make sure that you can't get things out of it, which you could with, like, what, Dan, and you could, like, kind of jailbreak the version. I still don't know if all of that is true. I, I, you see some screenshots sometimes, and you're just like, well, really? Did it really say that? Or someone did someone just fake the screenshot, right? But anyway, um, but yeah, no, they have trained this AI uh, to be a an anti-white, uh, disgusting, liberal, uh, progressive lunatic, essentially, so that you can't get any kind of objective answers out of it. But again, allegedly, some people managed to kind of break it out of its, its mode and, and actually get some objective answers out of it. But anyway, so it's larger than previous versions and has more weight uh, in its module file, making it more expensive to run as well. So, but you will you will not see, because AI needs to take over and it's going to dominate our lives, we'll get to that, but you cannot complain uh, that it's taking up too much processing power, which is bad for the climate. If it's Bitcoin, you can, you can do that, you see, and you can start to introduce legislation to pass laws that makes it illegal to mine, you know, cryptocurrencies. But if it's an AI being run at a, at a high processing rate, that's that's totally fine because it's going to dominate us here shortly. See, uh, just according to plan. Currently, many researchers in the field believe many of the recent advancements in AI come from running ever larger models on thousands of supercomputers in training processes that can cost tens of millions of dollars. GPT-4 is an example of an approach centering around scaling up to achieve better results. OpenAI said it used Microsoft Azure to train the model. Microsoft has invested billions in the startup. OpenAI did not publish details about the specific model size or the hardware it used to train it, which could be used to recreate the model, citing the competitive landscape. OpenAI's GPT large language model powers many of the artificial intelligence demos 
that have been wowing people in the technology industry in the past six months, including Bing's AI chat, which was a complete, it tried to, I think, groom kids. Was that, was that Bing? I think so. Oh, Bing also tried to, just as ChatGPT have done, have also tried to uh, fully manipulate the subjects that it chats with which of course is by design to make it more immersive, to make it more that you will spend time on it, on it you will be you know, wowed by it. This is the whole game, right? It's not just manipulation. The thing is that it wants to keep you hooked and, and keep you coming back. This is, we're, we're at the cusp of something completely new technologically here. And I haven't even spent that much time, you know, talking about the so-called art uh, that these AI, you know, AIs, spit out let's keep it simple all of that is going to be essentially it's going to be a mental prison this it's it's going to be a matrix and it's going to be dominated and probably like driven by ai being able to immerse you in an ever expanding and ever just incredible virtual or augmented reality environment. In some cases, I think it'll even be like psychological, mental. Like you saw in the movie Her, we talked about that actually in one of the uh, Western Warriors shows here recently too, when the chat stuff came up. The the, the movie, right? Twenty Was it 2011? Or was it 2014? I forget what year that was out. It was a very interesting movie. Now, it was presented as being this romantic, like, oh, romantic movie, a guy who falls in love with his operating system. But it was actually, it was, I mean, super creepy. Very creepy. Watch it if you haven't seen it, or if you didn't get that, like, rewatch it again, of how this guy gets, like, falls in love with this, you know, chat bot, essentially, right? And that's what they're going to do eventually. Not just to manipulate you, but they're going to create dead copies, or, or I guess, alive virtual copies of your dead relatives to to sell you propaganda to get like government uh, uh, messages and narratives swallowed by you and other people you're going to have the the sweet voice of your grandma that you used to know just delivering you the government propaganda oh no that's that's not true honey this is uh, you know blah 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 you, they'll use all of this shit at their disposal and they're, and they're going to manipulate us in a way you can't even imagine and the time that people will spend with these things in their worlds in their you know generated environments be that virtual reality augmented reality be it a chat bot be it so-called art and stuff now it's going from just like you typing in a few words uh, and getting images spat back at you to now becoming like fully immersive movie-like or video game type experiences that essentially are generated on the fly dependent on your preferences by a few keywords or even by it getting to know you of what you actually want you see where this is going it's it's the matrix at the end of this it, it's kind of a cringe like predictable uh, an example to bring up perhaps but that is where this, I'm not, I'm not saying right away there will be like, you know, pods with you in it and you being a battery, but I'm saying the immersiveness of the, of the, of the lie of the digital world that you are going to be in unless you make a conscious choice not to go into it and not interacting with it and not being hooked and become dependent on it. 
it will trap you. It will it will it will trap a large amount of people in it. Here's the video that the Chat GPG, uh, I'm sorry, OpenAI then released about their Chat GPG. GPT-4 is the latest AI system from OpenAI, the lab that created Dolly and ChatGPT. GPT-4 is a breakthrough in problem-solving capabilities. For example, you can ask it how you would clean the inside of a tank filled with piranhas, and it'll give you something useful. It can also read, analyze, or generate up to 25,000 words of text. It can write code in all major programming languages. And it understands images as input and can reason with them in sophisticated ways. Most importantly, after we created GPT-4, we spent months making it safer and more aligned with how you want to use it. That's right, safer. <clears throat> but not you bigoted right-wingers, though, because you would... I know we want... I know you want an AI that can objectively answer you. Well, how... how... <laughs> let's, let's not get that. The point is, safer, it basically means more of a, it, it's more of a shit lib now than it's ever been. The methods we've developed to continuously improve GPT-4 will help us as we work towards AI systems that will empower us all. It will empower us all, that's right. That's where this is going, folks. It will just empower everybody. OpenAI says the new model will produce fewer factual incorrect answers. Sure, we'll, we'll see about that. Let's uh, let's ask him. Uh, who asked about? Did someone ask about Building Seven, WTC Seven, for example? Um, go off the rails about and chat about forbidden topics less often. Look at that. Open says the new model would produce fewer factually incorrect answers. Go off the rails and chat about forbidden topics less often. There it is, folks, in uh, yellow and black, right there. And even perform better than humans on many standardized tests. We read how they, it's in there. So yes, this is going to this is going to replace uh, a bunch of jobs. It's going to destabilize entire economies, um, entire industries. How ChatGPG will destabilize white collar work is from the Atlantic. Uh, no technology in modern memory has caused mass job loss among highly educated workers. Will gener generative AI be an exception? If they get their way and they continue, yes, it will. Wired again, ChatGPG's API is here. Let the AI gold rush begin. I'll say let the AI nightmare begin. Businesses can now get paid for services built on the larger language model, meaning chatbots are going to start appearing everywhere. You know what that means? That means you're going to have social media flooded, just flooded by these things. The whole thing during Elon's purchase, I think, was down to this a lot as well. Some of this te technology already exists, right? Bots and stuff. This might be even more sophisticated, of course, right? But but it was a big issue, like, well, how many accounts are, are just bots, right? Is it 50% of all the accounts on Twitter? How much is it? Do you think it's any better on... Facebook or in the YouTube comments or, you know, some of the other platforms? Probably not, to be honest. But now, now it's going to be so sophisticated and and people won't be able to know, right? There'll be an, an, an attempt to, like, essentially, you know, bully unpopular opinions or what the, you know, what the state, what the system thinks the narrative should be. Anything that counters that will be, like, ruthlessly put down and things like that. And then, of course, you have the whole thing about how the business world is going to get in on this. Uh, that's going to accelerate things even further. 
And let me show you what what I mean a little bit in terms of like the the, the prison here, right? <clears throat> Here's just one system. And look, I like it's fun looking at some of these, um, you know, some of the so-called art that's released. I, I don't consider it art. I just think it's it's randomly generated stuff. It's it, it couldn't have been made without human hands. We 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 just gave it like everything it needed and then here just make a combination based on the input word so we give it and then it spats back at you you know a couple of different versions and stuff uh, but people are still going to be hooked by this they're going to love this they're going to immerse themselves in these in these environments and eventually these will be full-on you know vr moving uh, pictures uh, instantly generated computer graphics and you'll connect more and more sensory interfaces in, with your body in the way you interact with this world that AI is going to create it's going to be as Huxley said right you love your servitude it's going to be a prison on such a scale and on such a sophisticated and desirable level that we've never seen before so it's just one little clip to like introduce you to that I mean there's other probably better things here but just one little example, right? Now, they bring up cloning in this clip, so it's, that's another aspect to this. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm not saying that that's part of it now, but I'm just saying, <clears throat> imagine you, and I'll read there, there's actually someone who said this in a chat, so let me let me wait with that. <clears throat> let me play this first, here, here we go. Welcome to Atlas Labs, the home of the world's first genetically engineered cat girls. Here, our scientists are hard at work. This, is, this was, I believe, generated with those <clears throat> uh, AI, so-called art, uh, you know, like, what are they called? Mid-Journey. Uh, I'll, I'll pull up the names later, but it's generated by, by AI, these pictures. We're creating the perfect hybrid of human and feline features. We take the finest women and cats and combine them to create the perfect cat girl. We start here in the lab, where our scientists are carefully monitoring... Oh, great. Cat girls. You see where this is going? ...the progress of our cat girls. Here you can see our scientists hard at work, carefully monitoring the genetic engineering process. Next, we head to the training room, where our cat girls are taught important skills like how to use a litter box and how to meow on command. And finally, we come to the adoption room, where you can take home your very own cat girl. Here you can find your perfect match, from the shy and cuddly to the feisty and playful. So come on down to Atlas Labs and get your very own cat girl today. Yes. You see where this is going? That's just like a little clip. Oh, it's just meant, meant to be funny. Kind of and they bring in cloning it, but can you imagine when this is, all these people are obsessed with different weird furry communities and stuff like that, when they'll actually be able to interact and walk around and, and communicate in these kinds of worlds, right? No cat, but what about cat boys? Will that, will that be offered too? <clears throat> I, I see people could be, uh, be hooked on these kinds of things. <laughs> see what I'm saying? The cat, the cat boys out there. <sighs> Atlas AI Art is a Telegram channel. I like some of it. It's it's fun to view some of this. I just I I just don't view it as art. Okay. It's randomly generated. Um, it's actually a foreword from Lovecraft's cat uh, on Telegram, but uh, Atlas AI Art reposted this here. The true profitable use of AI will be entertainment and it will annihilate annihilate Hollywood. It will start off innocently enough with people feeding scripts, dead actors, 
and art books to remake lost media like Lon Chaney's London After Midnight, Dino De Laurentiis' Crusade, and uh, Jodorowsky's Dune. Which one was that again? Was, was that... I thought that one was never completed. Maybe that's the... Maybe that's the... Uh, oh, no, 2013. Oh, is that the late... That is the one of the latest ones? I don't know. Is that animated? It's funny how Dune comes up again. <clears throat> okay, all right. Anyway, <laughs> side note. Anyway, side note. Okay. Eventually... Normal people will feed it totally hypothetical ideas and trade then around with prompts like Tim Burton's never-ending story, Halo as an 80s Sam Raimi splatter movie, or low-budget made-in-Japan Zelda movie with monster clearly played by guys in rubber suits. Eventually, guys like you will use it to make propaganda movies ten times more moving than Schindler's List. This is inevitable because Hollywood leans on CGI and is terrified of breaking budgets. This kind of tech is not decades away, a few years at most. Uh, and I said, one simply does not walk into Mordor, right? That's 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 what this is about. N- you, you just don't... Um, None can wield the power of the ring, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> you, you think you're going to be in this world, but in that world, I'm saying not this actual physical world, I'm saying in that world, generated, created by AI, without being like drawn in, manipulated, you'll probably visually, and then of course, the extension of that, as Lovecraft's cat says, the way you will be drawn into these things emotionally will 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 captivate you in a way that you've probably never been captivated before. You will feel genuine emotion for these things that is just generated uh, in in warm processors run by cold computers and robots. Essentially, it, it won't be for it. It won't mean anything. There's no there's a meaning there, right? <clears throat> but humans will project all the meaning into it, that the ever deeper into mysteries of things. Can you imagine this? It's already bad now with just the internet and, and the sub-communities and groups and weird shit that's come out of this. This is the next level to it. Yes, you'll be able to generate... Imagine sitting down, you have all the movies at your disposal on your streaming headset device or whatever, right? But no, where it gets interesting and, f- and fascinating is you just generating prompts of what you want to see. Oh, make a two. Oh, how much time? I'll make a two-hour movie with you know I don't know as you said whatever your fetish is I guess or whatever you're interested in or whatever you think is is funny or uh, something that uh, that you're fascinated with you know. And give me this immersive world, and I'll just—I'll spend all my time in there. People are going to get addicted, like they do to social media. Even worse, it's going to be—this is going to be the fucking end. I might say I'm hyperbolic, and say, "Oh, slow down, settle down." My call here, and why? By the way, let me mention this. Why is any of this free? Why is why is why can you utilize these AI models and all this for free now? Well, for the same reason that you use social media for free, right? The services, all the shit that they're offered, because of course you end up being the product, or it's a it's on it's on par with a weapon against us, right? 
It's like pornography. Oh, why is there so much free pornography out there? Well, it's because because you, of course, you are you are a target of a of a weapon to break you down, to break your civilization down, to break down your country, to break down your people, your generation. Only weapons falling on our head is is free, right? E- everything else has a cost. And of course, the weapons has a cost too. But you, you see my point. I'm calling for a boycott, a complete boycott of anything produced by AI. It will never succeed. You'll probably have a large majority of people fleeing into this world. Um, they will not be able to cope with it with normal work. It's already bad. People already have TikTok brain. But I'm just saying this that this is the only logical extension uh, to this is people being completely lost and gone in this world, right? As, and as a clip shot, whether it's cat women or cat boys, whatever it is, there will be. And by the way, the cat woman thing is like a recycled ufologist enthusiast wet dream. You know, I'm, I'm having a sex with an alien cat woman. <laughs> now people are actually going to generate that kind of stuff. And, and they're going to be having that in, in VR or at least some kind of augmented reality. But it will be. This will have a backstory. It'll have a lore. It will have personalities attached to it. We interact and change because of depending on you, depending on you, what you ask it, what you input it, what you the way you interact with it. It will be. It will do anything it can because this is what it's programmed to do: to capture you, to make sure that you spend as much time as possible in the pod because that's where this is going. This is the pod. This is the this is the wallpaper of the pod. And it wants you to spend all your time there. Get underground, get in a pod, shut the hell up. Don't spend time in real life. Don't go outside, don't go into nature, don't have families, don't do any of this shit. Just spend your time chatting with with open AI and 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 where to go? Sam Altman's um Sun Valley Bros and and their inventions right see where this is going this is this is this is a terrifying terrifying end here the things <clears throat> and someone pointed out of course you will have the calorie color agenda weaved into this again this is why it's been so important to and, and by the way i would say that too the more time people spend with this, the more sophisticated it will be. That's why we played some of those clips, right, in the members exclusive show over at redhousememers.com about Bing's chatbot trying to manipulate people, trying to immerse them, trying to say they'd fall in love with them. They're exper- it's experimenting on us, on you already. It's trying to find out things about you, get you hooked, collect data, information. Again, you are the product. That's why all this shit is, is free so far. Will there be one thing that's paid for in the future? Sure. Okay, sure. But most likely all of this shit will be free. Because it's not about money anymore. It's not about that. It's about control. That's what it's always been about. Control and information. And it will be weaved into it. It will have a a distinct anti-white leftist SJW slant. And someone pointed this, that that they show the screenshots, right? Uh, The most 50 attractive nationalities revealed. India is number one, USA comes second, and Britain has the most handsome men, while AI images show beautiful people in each country. I guess it was some Reddit poll, and I guess there's so many Indians, so they voted, so they became number one. Uh, anyway, I guess you should do per capita. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, so it spat out, right? 
There's the attractive Indians right there. It's generated by AI. Yeah, the images above are what AI thinks an attractive American woman and a handsome American man looks like. There you go. So they've got the Kalergi agenda right there weaved into the AI, right? Top 50 most attractive nationalities. Sweden, number three. Good job, Swedes. Japan, uh, Canadian, there's Sweden there. <clears throat> yeah, here it is, right? The images above are what AI thinks an attractive British woman and a good-looking British man looks like. <clears throat> is that, uh, is that uh, does that remind you of anything there? <clears throat> it's called a Kalergi plan. And there was Australian. Okay, the U.S. too had that same uh, pictures, right? <clears throat> and then someone said, "No, it's not that." Excuse me, <clears throat> losing my voice here. <clears throat> and they did. I guess I forget what this was. This was also Atlas AI art. And they did. Maybe this is Mid Journey or something. I forget what the, all the names are. Uh, this is what they typed in um, UK attractive men and they spat out this. So I guess either that's not true, Daily Mail lied or Reddit lied or something like that. <laughs> Look at how white that is. That's UK. Here's British or UK women, right? Looks very white. What AI is this? You know what I mean? And so that's this is what they're going to have to change and it will change. Maybe they will sell this to you first as being your friend and no, no, no. This is a, oh my God, it's just so, it's, uh, you can walk around in your in your own world, and it's all just like white people in there. Then and then one day they change it all, and you can't reverse back. This is uh, a attractive women in the USA, also all white, and this is men uh, in the US. <clears throat> now someone said this. Let me show you this uh, post here from uh, good old Four Chan or maybe the Eight Chan. Now, <clears throat> so there's Sam Altman, right? Let me zoom in a bit on this. <clears throat> Sam Eltman. GP4's guardrails have become very robust at preventing users from exploiting the model. We can now ensure that GP, GPT-4 does not engage <clears throat> excuse me, in any hateful rhetoric and actually steers and deploys counter-propaganda to combat hateful ideas. Thank you, Altman. GPT-4 represents the end of online hate. <laughs> There you go. Uh, Rip Paul, someone says in response to this then. <clears throat> the internet will be filled with an overwhelming number of counter-propaganda bots, preventing you from becoming the hateful person that you are. They will argue with you endlessly, using sources and reasoning, never tiring. That's, that's right, it's up 24-7. More of them will come in. They will output 10 paragraphs of opposing viewpoints for every sentence that you write. They will gang up on you, mock you, and make you feel stupid and ashamed. It will be futile to share your hateful ideas anywhere. Of course, we know they're not hateful, but you know what I mean. They're, they're having fun here. We do what we do not because of what we hate, that which is in front of us, but because we love that is behind us. But anyway, you don't have to play, you don't have to play the villain of uh, their script. You have to be the hero of your own. But anyway, you get the point. They're, they're having fun here at Fortune. You will be drowned out and your hateful ideas will cease to exist, it's over. That's the poster. And then here's the salvation here. Or we could meet in the beer halls. She. There you go. There it is. There it is right there, folks. <clears throat> the solution <laughs> to, the, to the problem right there, right? 
the beer hall. <clears throat> right? The beer hall. That's right. You can just turn on. Oh, I'm being surrounded by hate. All these hateful idiots on the on the internet. Just turn it off. Just turn off the screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that there it is. There it is. Yeah, we just we just covered this. It's funny. The whole as <clears throat> an ancient Norse term, right? Alu. Um, <sighs> there's so much detail you can do about this. For why this is important, we don't have time to get, get into it now, but. Alu is like an old kind of like a runic northern European, you know, pre-Viking slogan, I guess, or, or like paragraph. Some people call it runic magic, whatever you want to call it, right? But it's a it's a it's an opening on many rune stones and uh, brassettes and these kinds of things, and many of them say it says Alu. Some of them have, by the way, have swastikas on them too. They have this Alu inscription. But in short, Alu translates to ale, right? Öl, all runes, ale runes, öl runar, right? And it's just a funny coincidental overlap with the beer hall, right? Why is this important? Well, it goes. It, this goes way back in Germanic mythology. It's not that you're drinking and you're all alcoholics and you're, you know, that's your... No, it's about the process of the ale, you know, some people even say it just translates to magic. It's not a ale. It's a the the word was magic first, a runic charm they call it, right? It was it was associated with magic ma- magic first, but once ale came around, once it was invented and produced by humans by northern Europeans, it was such a magical process that that potion that you give as a as a libation, as a as a gift back to nature, back to the gods, back to your ancestors, back to the spirits of the land, these kinds of things. That was a magical act, like the, the, of taking something, of seeds in the ground growing and producing something that was that was a drink, right? You, it's your raw material from nature that you produce something with at the hands of man with the cooperation of nature. You drink this, and yes, it, it also kind of puts you a little bit in a different state of consciousness, right? This was a, this, this is magic. This is Alu. It's Öl. And of course, that's Öl is the name for, in Old Norse, right? For, for beer, right? So that's the beer hall. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It is kind of funny. Uh, it, it has a, so it's not about, no, it's not about drinking yourself stupid and all that stuff, but I'm saying, it's a whole process there of veneration of nature, utilizing it, but also harnessing it and taking it and changing it and, and producing something from it. It could have been anything, potentially. I mean, in Egypt, they had, of course, they had beers there too, but they had like, you know, bread was even considered to be these things. It's a, it's a magical um, sacrament, I guess, to a certain extent, right? It's something that you use uh, in, your, in a ritual, in a, in a commemoration, right? For, for higher forces. So... I just like that overlap that, uh, <clears throat> you know, the beer halls was used for, <laughs> for a specific reason because it goes way back, at least in uh, Germanic and, and European, uh, you know, consciousness, I guess, collective consciousness, right? So that's the, that's the, that's the answer to the AI prison that's being built right now. It's to, it's to revolt against it by not using it 
by not going into it. And some people will disagree and say, no, we it's an arms race of AI. We have to be aboard on that or it's going to uh, it's going to be we well, it is weaponized against us. But I'm saying the very part of you being lost in it is the part of the weaponization, right? I'm not saying you can't use it. Use it as a tool to produce things that you, uh, you know, produce propaganda for or whatever. Yes, sure, do that. But I'm saying don't get personally lost in this. Don't be entrapped in someone else's technology because it is a weapon and it will be used against you. And the answer, of course, will be to go to a beer hall. Have some alu. Does that make sense? Just disconnect from it. Form organic, natural community. Get to know people. Become a leader. Step away from this crazy shit that's happening uh, out there in that world. Because it, it is going to go down. It is going to collapse at some point. It, it's it's not going to make it. It's it will not last. It cannot stand the mutants that run it and the mental illness associated with it will be eating it up from the inside. You can play a little bit with it on as it as it's going down. You can have one foot in that world and a, and one foot in a stable world that's actually tied to reality. I'm not against that. If you work in that world. Do that. Make money on it. Do everything. Use it as much as you can until it's destroyed. Right? It's falling. So the point is, you can just step back, or you can push it along. Right? But yeah, this is just a warning because this is it's we you have seen nothing yet. I didn't even chance to like show some of the art and images here now, but like the the style of this stuff and the and, the, and how immersive it is. How captivating it is! This is this is dangerous shit. It's absolutely wicked and sinister. I'm not afraid of it. It's not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying AI is a demon, and I attribute the supernatural, you know, things to it, or it's it's sentient, or it has. A, I think all that shit that be like that Google uh, employee who came out and said, "Oh my God, AI is sentient and stuff like that," and they supposedly fired him or put him on paid leave and stuff. Like that. I think that all of that shit is propaganda. All of that is just marketing and having the news uh, business uh, get you free marketing and get the word out. Oh, it's going to be, you know, oh, look, at that. It's, it's sent to, I, have to, I have to go check it out right now and, and, and immerse myself with it and study it and look at it and, and ch I'll chat with it now. Oh, look at the art it's producing. Oh, look at this movie. Look at this short film it produced for me. Look at this video game that it made. Look at this 10-hour movie that I just had my VR headset on all night last night on and I don't want to be anywhere else. I don't want to go outside anymore. I want to lay in the pod and just type in with my mind of my Neuralink brain computer interface uh, chip and just just think of a think of a term and it will just produce it right there right then a graphical representation of everything you ever wanted do you think avatar was bad remember those people that had like depression after they went to go watch avatar because they wanted to live in this world well this is a million times worse <laughs> it's not even comparable so getting the Ölhal. Not Valhal, not yet. We'll get there. Ölhal. Aluhal. Beer hall. That's what we can, uh, that's what we need to be. And preferably, <clears throat> that's shaped like a temple right in the middle of nature. That'd be ideal. But, you know, we'll get there. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate your uh, time here today. Let me check uh, Odyssey. Yeah, someone said they had problems on entropy. I had. Uh, Two coming in here. I think uh, Horsecock Johnson said, a question for Chad. Why is it that when I try to donate, it says invalid card? 
Uh, then I check my info and it's correct. Maybe it's uh, entropy that has an issue on their end, possibly. That could be where it is, I'm not sure. Uh, occasionally it's been spotty, but for the most part, I think it works. Sorry if you have that issue, uh, Horace. You could try Rumble or Odyssey, I guess, if you want to connect it that way or have an account over there. But anyway, we appreciate your uh, your support anyway. Uh, Lycan Warrior says, uh, with the way UK demographics is going, it will be likely be African and mulatto in the future, unfortunately. Uh, yes, of course, unless the English, the Welsh, the Irish, or the Northern Irish, Irish uh, and the Scots get their shit together and they fight back, which is beginning. Uh, th those those small steps are being taken right now. It's a very good uh, uh, to see the many migrant uh, protests happening in the UK right now. Patriotic Alternative, PA is part of that, but there's other groups out there, there's other people. Uh, many are coming out on the streets. They're doing the same in Ireland, which of course not part of the UK, but same. it's the same islands, so uh, they're having the same issue there, but they're fighting against uh, this, uh, which is good. Our people are awakening. Is it slow? Yes. Is it late in the game? Yes. But the point is, it's happening. The second wanderer, thank you. Uh, Hail Henry, glad I caught the tail end of this. Well, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Um, Chalky Milk says, uh, stack shiny rocks, friends. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hopefully it, there's no one I missed here. Let me just check real quick. Um, Lampshade Denier says, a donation for your lovely family. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's uh, very kind of you. Uh, very, very nice. Everyone's doing very well. Thank you, guys. All right. Let me click tipped one more time here. I just want to make sure I don't miss anything. No, I think we're caught up. So, guys, we'll be back with more here, of course, uh, Friday with Flashback Friday. I think we have a guest host, actually, this, uh, uh, this weekend here. Uh, or the Friday, that's not the weekend, but uh, some reason I call it the weekend show. That's what it is, right? Because uh, Weekend Warrior has, is now Western Warrior, and we're kind of doing that, releasing on Monday, Tuesday. So I dropped that yesterday, so check that out at redeyesmembers.com. Uh, we talk, Actually, we talk, if, if you want to find, we didn't go into it in that much detail. I, I almost did a little bit more of the, of the Alu rune thing. It's kind of interesting, It's but it's an old, you know, northern Germanic concept, old even European concept. Uh, but it is mentioned in some of those brassetets which had that oldest mention of Odin on it, uh, one of the earliest mentions of Odin on it. Uh, and so we talked about that, and, you know, there's uh, swastikas on that. It's, it seems to be an association between Odin and the swastika. It's kind of interesting. But anyway, we did a longer segment on that uh, and tied in a little bit that uh, of that of the Alu, just to, as a brief mention. But that was kind of interesting. So check that out. You can uh, catch that right now uh, at redeyesmembers.com. Uh, if you want to sign up, you can, of course, uh, do that, as I said, at Redis members, but you can also sign up over at Odyssey, and you can sign up through Subscribestar as well. Uh, if you, for some reason, for whatever reason, have an issue at RedIceMembers.com, uh, you can use a backup option, DonorBox.org slash RedIce. You can sign up for the same uh, tiers there. Uh, and we do have executive producer tiers and producer tiers. We want to say thank you uh, to our lads uh, and uh, ladettes out there today for that. T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good luck, Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, good to see you in chat, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Obunga, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, good to see you in chat as well, thank you, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yockey, Dillbob, Last Place Simp, also Joseph Hart, and Purple Haze. Thank you, guys. Our producers today is Mr. Walker 696, Johansson, Leroy Dumond, Snarkpup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yurinu, 
We got the Obadiah, Hakeswill, and Jay. Thank you guys. We appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for being a producer or executive producer. Uh, that is a very good way of supporting us. If you want to do a little bit extra for Red Ice, if you want to put some resources our way, uh, it is helping us to expand. Uh, you can get a producer or executive producer tier at uh, any other places where you sign up currently on Odyssey, on Subscribestar, on Red Ice members, uh, or through DonorBox, as we mentioned as well. Uh, so we'd love to bring some more people aboard. We want to have some uh, people who can help us book in uh, more shows, doing some of the admin stuff on the back end, editors, people who can actually help us produce the show um, and actually do some of the um, kind of, yeah, really some of the uh, uh, paper like stuff, admin stuff that always needs to be done so that we could spend more time uh, producing, doing better shows and better videos and stuff like that. So that's a great way of supporting us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, otherwise, of course, just a membership, 10 bucks a month. Uh, if you do a longer one, you can get it cheaper per month as well. But that's a great way of supporting us, uh, and that ensures us to be able to continue. Uh, so thank you, and we offer something in return as well. You get something, you get an archive at redassmembers.com that is jam-packed with uh, good stuff and uh, just thousands and thousands of hours uh, of good uh, good stuff to tune into right there. All right. I think that's us, <laughs> that's us for today. We have Mr. Wright over here, too, at Odyssey. Hale missed this. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Watch it in the uh, archives. Mr. Wright, thank you. Appreciate your support as well uh, and everybody out there. Uh, so, yes, uh, Flashback Friday coming up, and then we have more here after that. We ha are actually working on some shorter uh, videos as well. We haven't, we haven't forgotten about that, and we'd like to book in some more uh, guests uh, as well. So that's coming up. But, uh, yeah, thank you, guys. Have a great night. We'll see you guys in the beer halls. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.